What is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another and the latest episode of the Never Been Done podcast. We are back and better than ever, and none of us have the corona, COVID, SARS-2, whatever you want to call it. That we know of. That we know of. There's no proof that we don't have it. <laughs> I mean, I do have the chills. I've been coughing quite a bit. Um, it's not true. But I'm also sweating. Like, I'm cold, but I'm sweating. Is that a, is that a symptom? Probably. Yeah, for sure. Chest pains? I don't know. Yeah. I was I was super angry at the store earlier today, so I mean, I might have got a pause there. I'm having chest pains. My left arm hurts. Is, is that <laughs> is that a thing? Pretty sure that's something different. Oh, okay. Pretty sure. So how's it going, gentlemen? It's good to be back. Yeah, shaky few weeks there. Mm. Not not very cool. I mean, Shit happened. Still, still is. So yeah, for sure. But yeah, it's not like not like any of that's gotten better. So there's that. Yeah, we'll talk about that in the news section, but yeah, things are rough all over the place. But I feel like that we're here for some people to listen to, laugh a little bit of our our ridiculousness, have a little bit of fun. Sure. And for the three of us, four if you count Connor over there on the couch, who's going to be throwing out trivia if we need him to, maybe, if he's on his phone. But he's going to play our Jamie to Joe Rogan, because we're the next best thing to Joe Rogan, so... Right. Right. For sure. Because there's three of us. There's only one of him. <laughs> I yeah. mean, you look at it that way by math, I guess, sure. Yeah, so there you go. I mean, and there's also the thing that, like, I mean, it's whoever wins in a fight in podcast, and I think maybe the three of us could overpower him. Maybe. I don't know, dude. Let's, maybe. It's like a bruiser. Right? I don't think so. so. Yeah. He smokes a bunch of weed first. Maybe. Mm. I don't know. I don't know about that. He's in his fifties. I mean, he might be ticklish. We could just tickle. Him. <laughs> uh, okay. Just like tickling a small bald man. I mean, good, <laughs> good luck with that. I don't, I don't realize how I do. Everyone's but, ticklish somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's ticklish somewhere. God. I think he's talking about buttholes. Uh, yeah, it was for sure. Oh, there you go. Tickle, 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 tickle. Like that. Tickle, tickle. With the group of friends he has, though, something tells me that wouldn't really phase him. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Have you guys watched the new? I know CBS has the new Segura live special. Yeah, that and Kreischer. I like Kreischer's. I love Segura's. I think Segura's is better for sure. And then I'm really excited for Delia's to come out on Tuesday. Yeah, like six days, five days, five days. Yeah, I'm yeah. excited. Fuck yeah! And then I watched I watched one that came out last year. I want to say it was 2019 that I haven't seen yet. You know who Brian Callen is? Mm-hmm. The guy that Chris D'Elia is always making yeah. fun of and shit? He's from Fighter and the Kid. His is fucking good. Yeah? Yeah. I found a download of it. It's it's called Complicated Apes. It's pretty... That's pretty funny. Pretty hilarious. I like that guy. Yeah, he's pretty funny. Him and D'Elia, like, whenever is on their podcast, which is called The Fighter and the Kid, it's Brian Callen and uh, uh, Brendan Schaub, who's a stand-up comedian as well, but is a uh, UFC fighter, too. Um, like Delia just like just tears into both of them, just like fucks with them constantly. It's <laughs> fucking fantastic. It just like never lets up. Like it's just how they are. Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Hell yeah. So anyway, maybe maybe one day we'll do an episode all about stand up. Well, possibly. You know, CBS hates it. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. When you like, I feel like in this situation that we're all in now. Especially for someone not working, like me or even you, CBS. Like, I can only watch so many movies and TV shows before I'm like, I need to 
you know, at least as far as things you watch, like I need something different. And I watched some stand ups the other day and I was like, okay, that was kind of refreshing. I think that's kind of why I listen to podcasts though. Cause like I can only listen to music for so long before I'm like, all right, I need to like change it up and do a little bit, a little bit different kind of stimulation. Like at work and things like that, but like ball hair stimulation, ball hair stimulation. Yeah. I don't have a lot of that. I'll keep it, I'll keep it pr- pretty close to the, the base. Mm. Yeah. It's Good been, for you. It's been a while since we've been, done one of these, so I think CBS has kind of forgot that we... No, I haven't forgotten. Just, you know. Shit ain't changed me. I'm just more angry. You are pretty angry. Yeah. This isn't going to make it any better, so... <laughs> What's in the news? All right, so the first bit of news, besides everything's postponed and shut down right now, so there's not a ton of news, but AMC theaters could possibly have to file for bankruptcy because of this. Um, I've also seen that some larger restaurant chains such as Old Chicago are going to go out of business as well. I think they were already... I read that they were already like moving that direction, and then this happened. They were like, well, fuck it. They were going to do a buyout thing. But then the pe- I think the pe- company that was supposed to help buy them out and save the company was like, eh, why would we do that now? Like, we could just wait and just buy... Buy someone, buy something new or yeah. something. Yeah. yeah. So, <clears throat> um, yeah, that's... I'm not surprised that that's possibly happening. That's crazy. Huh. These have these massive buildings just sitting there doing nothing, not making any money. Oh, yeah. That's, uh... Yeah, that's part of the major problem with things. I gotta be honest, until, like, well, like, I went to Old Seas more than anything, like, working at No Coast, and when we would take breaks in between lunch on, like, Fridays and go over there, but then kind of once we stopped doing that shit, like, I haven't really ever gone. Right. (laughs) Like, it was close to where we worked, so I was like, all right, why not? I've been there, like, a couple times, I went there one... Like Skip was visiting, and I went with him, and it it was taking us like thirty minutes to get a beer. Like, and that's all we were doing is sitting at the bar drinking a beer, and it's, it was taking us thirty minutes to get another beer. And it's like, I mean, I understand that they were busy and stuff, but because it wasn't James, yeah, thirty minutes like for a, a refill of anything is ridiculous in a restaurant. Like, I understand thirty minutes to get your food because you have to prepare it, but all I have to do is turn around and fill a beer and hand it to you. I mean, it really takes no time. I think people just don't have work ethic anymore, so there's a lot of people who don't. I mean, there are a lot of people who do have work ethic, but the people who don't are it's pretty obvious. There's so. also the issue of some people just don't know how to multitask. Yeah. Like, if you have three tickets and four beers and some or something else, like, do the four beers all together. Right. Because they're right there. You know? Yeah. Um, Ezra Miller was caught on tape choke slamming a woman in Iceland. Um, it supposedly started as a joke, but it kind of escalated, and he just grabbed her by the throat and choke slammed her onto the onto a table, I guess. And she's not filing charges or anything. He's not going to like there won't be any charges filed against him from anybody. But I guess it's uh like the director of um just a director that worked with him. I can't remember the name, what they said, but uh. Like, it's kind of, like, lashed out at him. It was maybe one of the people who was supposed to direct The Flash but isn't anymore or something like that, but... Uh, at this point, that that, that movie ever comes to pass with him, with especially with all his other nonsense, freezing everything, 
I don't know, man. I don't think we're ever going to see a Ezra Miller flash. Unless the dude manages to disproduce it himself altogether. Which I guess is possible. I don't understand how the whole situation started. If it started as a joke, like, and she doesn't seem to care, that seems a little... I think I think that's a joke nowadays, and especially even more so now that everyone's just like on their phone and computer all the time because they have nothing to do. Right. If you're going to do that as a joke, don't put it on the internet. Just have it for yourself. That's true. Have yeah. it for your spank bank and move on. Well, I think the problem with that is those other people were probably filming it as well, and they probably aren't. They're not like, oh, don't post that. And they're like, oh, okay. Right. Yeah, exactly. And that's when you're like, okay, I'm not going to do this at all. Are the laws different in Iceland? I don't know. Huh. Was this a hooker? I don't know. That would make the story a lot cooler if it was. <laughs> I mean... Like, well, he, what do you want to do? Seems, I was hoping I could just choke slam you, but right, he seems so laid back. So I don't know. Like, what gets you off, honey? Can I choke slam you? Okay, for the right price. She's like, is that a wrestling move? He's like, and then before I you don't. go, I, I mean, I would like a foot massage, but <laughs> let's choke slam you first. Uh, ridiculous! I want you to jerk me off with your feet? Wait, mm, what? Not into But I don't that. have legs. That's a weird fetish. Oof! A nub job. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the old nub job. Speaking of weird shit, um, first tangent of the episode, CBS and me watched WrestleMania this last weekend. How was that? I thought about watching it, but um, I heard I didn't miss much. It, it was, was weird. fucking bizarre. It was weird. Because there's no one in the crowd. Well, that too. There's that, but there was like some really weird shit. Like, there was like this, the Funhouse match with John Cena and what's that guy's name? Oh, God. Bray Wyatt. And it was like, John Cena would, like went through his It wasn't whole, a real match. Yeah, it was just like this weird mind fuck thing of like, this guy talking about how John Cena, like when he started and like, John Cena kept popping up in different, his different costumes through the years and stuff. Yeah, and it was weird. There's a lot of presentation in the show, which I mean, it makes partial sense considering that the world shut down or whatever. But they made it two nights, which is also weird, generally speaking. And was it like, just two hours per night? Kind no. of. No, it was like four, I don't I think. remember how long it was, to be honest. Normally, it, normally one of those is like four hours. It was so. like four yeah, hours so they made night. it twice as long, basically. Yeah. Right, with two different nights, two different events. Like, the second night we watched more of. The first night, they did a weird graveyard match. Like, in a graveyard? Yeah. No way. And there was like a barn... Yeah, there's a barn. There's the Undertaker versus a bunch of people. Some, yeah. Damn, it sounds kind of cool. And the Undertaker's not like he's like a biker now. Well, that happened a while ago. Well, I, it wasn't. It wasn't his his Undertaker persona. It's like a mix. He was always wearing his. those little biker vests and shit though for a long ass time. Yeah, yeah. I, see, I'm behind a little bit, I guess, because and then so like that part it is weird that they still had him in the biker attire, the American badass or whatever, during a graveyard match. Right. Because you think if you're going to do, like, imagine a graveyard, even if he rode up on his bike in his American badass outfit or whatever, and then put a duster on afterwards to get work done, okay. But, like... Is he, like, 60-something now? Like, what probably. the fuck? Is, look, how is he still wrestling? Yeah, he looks old as shit, man. Even he looked with, old as makeup. shit 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, his, his titties were already sagging 20 years ago, so he can't look great right now. There was there was like a chick match. It was like it wasn't a Royal Rumble, but there was That was the second night. Second yeah. second night more matches than 
Well, we missed a bunch because... Like eight well, chicks in the ring? watching it after the American badass weirdness we basically turned it off. Because we didn't watch the second half of that. And there was another presentation with the Irish dude whose name I don't remember. That was the second night, too. No, no. He had a presentation the first night. It was like a oh. whole half hour long thing. And halfway through that, you're like, I think I'm done. I'm like, okay. And I don't even remember what we did after that. But something different. Th- no, we, f- we recorded in between. Did we? Maybe we did. Yeah. We might have done an episode for the for the top five comics thing, or for the never, or for the action figure deconstruction videos. Yeah, we were like doing other stuff. So we might have done those things instead. But yeah, it was it was weird. And so there's a whole presentation about that dude, and then the match for him and Brock Lesnar was the next night. So I heard and, that Goldberg got beat pretty quick. You see, we missed that. Oh, did you? We were, like, out of the room. I heard he got beat in, like, under think, five minutes. See, that's when we were recording episode four for action figure deconstruction. Oh, okay. Because I was episode. wondering how he was going to do. We theatered it last longer. Yeah, yeah I, I love Goldberg, so I was like, I yeah. wanted, that's the one I wanted to see, but I missed it. Like, But the girl, the all-girl one was pretty cool. Yeah, the five-on-five uh, uh, five, five match for five, a, well, some belt. What? Yeah, so five were they all in the ring at the same time? Yeah, but the, each no one. Way. But to lose, you had to get pinned. It wasn't just getting thrown out of the match. So you had oh. to get actually yeah, not pinned. Around. You had to, each person had to get pinned by somebody. So, so like, like shuffle card wise, the biggest, strongest chick like got. They all ganged up on her right off the bat, and she lost. And then like on dog pile style. Some like, was the chick. The chick that won. They kept saying she was like Israeli or something. I don't know. It was the girl who still had. Whoever originally had the belt kept the belt. So. And then fucking. Out of the blue, there's like the 24 hour champ. There's this thing called the 24 hour oh, champ. Yeah. Like over the whole 24 hours weekend of WrestleMania, like that's like a constant thing. There's a belt, day. and like if you get pinned, that whoever pins you takes the belt, and then they have to have it, and they have to like keep it. And then like so, everybody just kept ganging up on people. And the very end, the very very end, Gronk fucking jumps off a balcony. Oh, I read about that. And, like, just knocks everybody down, pins the dude, takes the belt, and then just takes off. And, he like, he wins the 24-hour chance. See, I could see him being a wrestler. That would be kind of cool. I would, I, would, I would like him so much more as a wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> like, because he's kind of an idiot, but still kind of funny, but he has that wrestler build kind of, you know? I mean, I actually wouldn't mind him in Tampa Bay with, like, Brady now. Like, if they got him there, I'd be fine with that, too. Now that, like, Brady's away from the Patriots, I'll probably root for him. I feel like he has kind of a goofy personality, though, so he's fit for wrestling. Gronkowski? Yeah. I could see that a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. like, there's a lot of there's a lot of real serious guys in, you in say, wrestling, and he's kind of goofy, so uh, I feel You like... say goofy, I say special needs. I mean, it's, you know. <laughs> He'll have a lazy eye in five years, for sure. <laughs> He already has one. Man. You know, with all the... So, Stephen Mill, Green Green Arrow, or Arrow, he's been in a few matches, too. Not just in WWE, either. Like, T, TKO Wrestling, I think? That's not the right one. What's that new one I that's even, out? The, it's like the, AEW or something? Whatever that one is, that's the one he was in. Yeah. So, like, he's wrestled a couple times, too. And, like, the WWE one, initially, he's, like, in the audience. I guess he's friends with a dude that is Stardust. Cody Rhodes, that guy, right. he's friends with that dude, and so like they had a whole thing where Rhodes is yelling at the audience, and of course Stephen Mills out there, and so it turns to pushing match, and the next thing you know, Stephen Mills just in the match fighting. Hmm. I would like a Stephen Mill versus Gronkowski match. Oh, that'd be great. I think that'd be hilarious. I I wish you know since we're on the subject, I wish ECW would come back because that was my shit. Oh man, did you ever watch that, Josh? Yeah, 
The death matches? This is the hardcore Like, it, it was wrestling, so it was still but staged, was like, but, but all was, the shit they were doing to each other was fucking real. But it was like the, the thumbtacks and like, like the... Like barbed wire yeah. ropes and like... Yeah, it was like the death match, is what they called them. Yeah. Those were like pure no. entertainment. More likely to get injured type matches. Oh, yeah, they always got injured. Street fight style. Yeah. Oh, and then like the graveyard match. Hmm. Um, I was talking to CBS about it, but I guess... Um, What's his name that we were talking about? Sock puppet guy. Mankind. Oh, uh, mankind, yeah. No, but, uh, what's his real name? Mick, Mick, Mick Foley. Foley. Mick Foley. Mick Foley's like, I want to be in next year's graveyard match. See that, I would pay for. Because he's great. Remember when he got thrown off the hell in a cell Two by times. The Undertaker? Two times. Yeah. It and went wrong the first time, so, like so he went back up there and did it again. Yeah. Do you remember that? It was like, Undertaker's like, I'm not doing this again. He's like, you're doing it again. (laughs) He's like, just put your hand on my back and I'll fucking jump. (laughs) (laughs) Like, if you really want like a deep dive on that guy, like the Sofa King dudes do an episode on him. I think we should do an episode on him. I think everybody should do an episode on him. He fucking deserves it. He's fantastic. I mean, we did do Hogan. I mean... I don't know if we gave Hogan his, uh, no, that was a pretty fun episode. No, that was good. I think it we did. was fun. It wasn't like people learned anything, but it was, do it people was learn anything ever? Uh, you know, I don't know. You know, McFoley at one point studied to be a Santa Claus, like full on became Santa Claus for a couple of years, like dressed up the whole part, dyed his beard, everything. That could be his new persona. I yeah. don't think he would because of the, the amount of rules and the training you go through to actually be like an actual Santa Claus, not like some dude that just sort of looks the part and they're like, we need somebody. Are you drunk today? And they're like, nope. And he's like, sweet, put on the costume. What's his sock puppet's name? Socko. Socko. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that the move was just to put it in their mouth. Like, it's gross. <laughs> yeah. it's gross. It's like, this was on my foot earlier, even though it doesn't fit my foot. <laughs> So disgusting. Oh my gosh. In general, cloth in your mouth? Gross. Ugh. Yeah. But it's funny. Especially like not clean cloth. Like, you know, like that thing's I mean, never been washed. Maybe he wipes his ass with it. <laughs> you just get some crusties. Like, <laughs> I think it's unlikely, but. Get some crusties stuck in your teeth. At <laughs> the same time, it's still gross regardless. You gotta floss out some crusties? Sure. Ugh. Probably. I mean. Let's do a. What's a shot? Agave. Nashotsky? Cheers, gentlemen. Cheers. That's ridiculous. Kills the kills the virus. That's not true. <laughs> it does. No, no it's cocaine, not alcohol. It's lame. It's alcohol. There's no sugar in it. It'll, huh? it'll wipe up real easy. It's just gross to clean it. It's sticky. I'll clean it. It okay. won't be sticky. It's okay. nice. Tequila doesn't get sticky. You could Whatever. do an oxygen shot. What? You know, if you pour booze on a table and then just <laughs> slurp it up with your mouth, oxygen gets in while you're doing it, too, and it gets you super fucked up. Oh. That's weird. I, I used to that. do some crazy shit in 2011, so. <laughs> so, you know. Okay. So I think I Dylan Valley probably taught me that. That would make a lot of sense, actually. Yeah. Dylan Valley also taught you about butt chugging, so. He's like, check this out. Yeah. I'm not. What? I'm not making that up. Uh, questionable. All right, so before we get on to um, a couple more things, Disney Plus officially surpassed 50 million global subscribers. Not surprising. Yeah. Um, with everybody and their mom at home, like just doing nothing except watching television. I was thinking about canceling mine. 
I technically have it for free right now because I like, have the unlimited. Yeah, that plan. worked, right? I haven't signed up for it yet because oh. I'm gonna switch my plan because it's stupid. I don't need unlimited data, and like they lied to me at the cell phone store, and I was like, "Is there a lesser plan that's less money?" And like, we were just paying this, so this is what we have now. And I'm like, "Okay." And I got home and I got on my got on my my Verizon, and like the two gig plan that I nem- normally had is only fifty five dollars, and the plan that they the unlimited plan is eighty, so it would save me like. 30 bucks? Yeah, I'm like, okay, fuck you guys. That was mm. kind of fucked up. Like, I don't... My phone's already cost me 40-something. My new phone's actually... And, like, yeah. And it smelled like it was on fire, my old one, so I had to get a new one. It wasn't like, I was like oh, I just want a new one because I just want something that's gold and shiny. I'm like, mm. fuck off. I just... I do like the gold. It's pretty slick. Yeah, it is pretty fancy. I really like it. It takes amazing pictures, but... Yeah. Anyway. Ridiculous. So here's just a top... Like movies that I I just grabbed some random like summer blockbusters that were supposed to come out that have moved now. So my number one French Dispatch has been moved from July to October. That's not terrible. Which it's not that far back. Better um, for award season. Yeah, maybe he'll get more love. Possibly, and it was supposed to go against Jungle Cruise. It was supposed to come out the same weekend. Jungle Cruise has been moved from July to. July of 2021. They moved an entire year. It's kind of crazy. Um, J- Jungle Cruise's date, the July 21, uh, July of this year, has been given to Mulan. That moved from March to July, and they're still wondering if that might not even happen at this point. But who knows? Um, Black Widow has been moved from May until November. Um, the Eternals. Yeah, I'm okay with that mostly because it's in Russia and Russia's cold, so cold is November. <laughs> Keep going. Um, the more you know. The Eternals has been moved from 2020 to February of 21. Okay. Um, and Indy, Indy 5, Indiana Jones 5, has been moved from July 2021 to July of 2022. I don't know why. I don't know. Maybe it's just filming. Well, because filming, oh, filming stopped yeah, too. Jeez. Everything's stopped. So those are just some notable ones that I pointed out. I mean, if there's a movie I didn't mention, to top on and be like, movie changes, Date changes and it like gives you a whole list, but those are just the ones I thought we'd be interested in. So crazy, um, some wild shit. So who are we doing today, Tyler? Darren Aronofsky. I do like that name. Yeah, it's a cool name, Aronofsky. I it actually, sounds Russian. His dad's name is Abraham Aronofsky. That's kind of cool to you. I mean, yeah, the Darren part I don't really care for, but you know. Aronofsky in general makes me think of a Russian gangster, so that's cool. He looks like something. He has a sweet mustache. <laughs> I don't know if that helps him or not, but okay. You guys, do you guys want to do mustache May with me, where we just shave into sweet mustaches for the entire month? No. We're all just at home anyway. What's the ma- what's it matter? Don't care. You could keep the sides of your beard, so then like you'd have one of those mm. sweet like cowboy mustaches that like comes way nope. down. No. I'm good. Will you, will you braid your goatee for the month? I won't do it. Dreadlock, I mean, bud. Find somebody to do it. I maybe. Yeah, we do use like a, a like a hair steamer straightener thing that like straightens the straighten it so it doesn't make it as wispy, mm-hmm. and then they then they braid it. I'm good. I'll get a girl to braid it for you. I mean, okay, that'd be sweet, dude. You'd mm-hmm. look badass. It's not that impressive. Have you braided it before? I did have one braided once before when the girls back when I was doing all the production work at the hotel. She, we were bored that night, and so anyway, into it. It was a thing for me. Is there a photo somewhere? You know, I if anybody has one, she has it. I don't. You know, I don't know. Maybe. I'd like to see that. It was weird. 
I thought it was weird. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I'll think about it. How about that? There not, you go. not giving you a no. There you go. What else do you have to do? What do you mean? I mean, what? Why? Why not? I just don't like having a mustache. That's the point. <laughs> My mustache sucks too. That's not good. I it's think not like something to be proud of. It is something to be proud of. No, if you have a good one, it's something to be proud of. Whatever. You have a good mustache. I've seen it. It's solid. I, it's actually your profile picture on my phone. That's a Hitler. That's not a mustache. <laughs> oh, it's, like I said, it's a good one. Yeah, that sweet chaplain. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. yeah it's ridiculous. Huh. If it was dyed black, it would look better. <laughs> I don't think help, that doesn't help the case. Uh, I felt like we've done this guy before, but I guess we haven't. I think we've just talked about a lot of the movies through other like all of them yeah so well first, i looked through our list, list twice and he wasn't on there yeah i don't so. know what's what's on your list tyler well if we haven't if we have done it before and we like you guys just didn't notice Maybe it would be better cool this will just another version hey there you go it's like a groundhog's day aronofsky we'll give 1.5 oh, okay we'll, we'll give it another shot here it's a remake that's what movies happen we anyway. should probably do ridley scott over too for connor yeah. Probably. I think Connor deserves and that. Maybe, maybe, toy, maybe, maybe uh, what's not Toy Story? Who makes Toy Story? Pixar. Pixar for Tom? No? Anybody? Just me? Well, whatever. Nah. Tom deserves something right now. That poor guy out on the front lines. So yeah. I'm saying. Spreading the corona to everybody. Someone's got to do it. I wonder if he has a brown mask for his brown face. What? <laughs> Hopefully. Oh, my God. Like, I wonder if UPS is making drivers wear masks now. Well, I like, don't know if they have to or not. But since they, they just leave it on your doorstep have, anyway. We, my, my delivery guy at this shop, he had a mask on the other day. But I don't know if they're making them or not. As far as, like, rules are concerned, it wasn't brown either, so... you think if it was going to be that kind of thing, they would have a logo on it. A kind of sweet UPS logo. No. Yeah. Yeah. In my head? Can't yeah. remember. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna get a mask for Tyler that's just like a smile, but then it's got the Hitler mustache on the mask. I have a feeling I could just make as one long as it has some kind of a steam prevention for my glasses, and sure, like like release valves on it, like you mean like a painter mask. That and um, people have been putting like a metal piece uh, where it, go, it like goes oh, on your yeah. nose, and that keeps. To help with it? Steam out to you, hmm. I guess. But someone was like, just sew a metal piece on it. I'm like, I don't fucking sew. <laughs> what? It's funny. You fucking sew a metal piece on. And then give it to me. <laughs> I think my mom's doing it for me, so that'd be cool. But even so, I'm like, I, they're still hard to breathe in, so. Oh, your mom's going to sew? Is she sewing masks for you guys? Yeah. Nice. She didn't tell me that when I talked to her. Huh, huh. Should have asked for That's one. fucked up. It's too bad. Well, Too go. bad for you. Mm. Come on, Patty. I thought we were closer than that. She could do whatever you want. She has like a hundred fabrics in her house. I you know. You want a polka dot one? Done. Apparently, Itsy, the, the website. Rainbow for... color? <laughs> I, want, I want black and white vertical stripes. That's what I want. I she cool. probably <laughs> has that. There's, if not anything else, you get on that Etsy website. The Etsy. Etsy, whatever. Or I want mine to be There's like. There's a lot of them on there now. Optimus Prime's mouth. Like looking. Oh, I want mine to be sweet. like Bane. <laughs> that would be way sweet. 
A Bane mask? Hell yeah. There's some masks on Amazon that look pretty cool like that. Like, not entirely like a Bane mask, obviously, but pretty fucking rad for like 20, 25 bucks. Huh. They have release valves and like metal, and it just like looks... <laughs> not productive whatsoever, but it looks, looks awesome. like It looks like you're getting ready to maybe kill someone if you're wearing that thing. That's awesome. I don't know. That's awesome. Huh. All right. And just an update, I ordered three terabyte or t- three two terabyte hard uh flash drives from China. And they're supposed to be here like any time. So those still haven't come? Well no, because China shut they down. China, bro. Yeah, they're definitely gonna be full. They of were stars. supposed to be here like a month before China shut down. Hmm. No, they weren't. China's been shut down the whole time. So we'll see what I'm I'm curious to see if these things work. Well, I think they'll work. I just don't think they'll be two terabyte. Cause how much were they a piece? Three bucks. And there's no fucking. It was it was free shipping from China, by the way. So it was twelve dollars out the fucking door. Huh? They're two megabytes for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like one term paper, like it's, maybe. It's pretty. Yeah, it's a good possibility. <laughs> Silly. Yeah, you can put a very low quality picture on each one. <laughs> nice. Uh, That's fantastic. Supposedly April 13th will be here. Hmm. Yeah, there you go. Now we'll see how that goes. Well, if they read as two terabytes, we should just really work the shit out of them and see how long they last. Well, I... Just give me one and I'll transfer shit to it overnight. And we'll see <laughs> if it's still working the next morning. I mean, it's a good possibility. I feel like that somebody was like, oh, the factory shut down. I'm just going to fucking sell a shit ton of these online for really cheap and make a bunch of money. That's possible. Oh, like someone that worked there or something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Took a fistful of them in their pocket and went home? Yeah, but the thing is, is why $2? $3. Why that? Because that's a lot of money in China. I guess. Three U.S. dollars? Okay. Like, that's a good deal for 50 they don't know. They don't. They're like three American dollars? Hmm. Yeah, I don't, I guess I don't we'll have see. an answer for that. They're like, Mary, Frodo, Pippin, grab a handful of those. We'll sell them for three dollars. Like, That's <laughs> sure. a lot of money. You know what I mean? I like how they're all hobbits. It's awesome. I didn't want to use racist names. Like, I mean, sure. Chin Chin, Ping Pong, grab a handful. You know what I mean? Like, Aren't those the kids from uh, Speed Racer? <laughs> Pretty sure it is. Uh, it's not entirely, but it was pretty funny. Right. Speed race with the monkey. Pie. No? Right. Yeah, no, no, I got okay. it. Pie first? Yeah, but I was going to say something about him first. Okay. He attended Harvard. I didn't know that. Cond. Attended Harvard, and he's a movie director. That's kind of weird. So he's a smarty, okay. Nobody that goes to Harvard is ever successful. Really? <laughs> just, I, think that's the I don't know what he went to Harvard for. Couldn't find that. But be pre- be pretentious and say that he's from Har- went to Harvard. I mean, maybe I don't Did know. Did he graduate? That's the real question. Just because you went, I mean, like I can go. Yeah, it says attended. I don't know if he actually there graduated. Go. See, so that's whatever. Very little info on that. Um, he has directed four asked that <laughs> four actors. To Oscar-nominated performances such as Ellen Bernstein, Mickey Rourke, Marissa Tomei, and Natalie Portman. Portman was the only one to win, but that's four people. That's pretty good considering he hasn't made that many movies. Mickey Rourke should have won, by the way. Yeah, who was he up against? 
Look that up. Because it was 2008. I'll, I'll look it up while you keep going. All right. Uh, only other thing just about his career before we get into the movies is he attempted or was attempting to make Batman Year One, but it never got off the ground, and he was going to have Joaquin Phoenix as Batman. As I kind of remember that back in the day. Like, it was... I want to say it was, like, right after the Dark Knight Rises situation. And it was like he was going to do year one. Hmm. It's a weird casting choice. Maybe. Nah. Maybe not. It's crazy person, so... This was right before he was crazy. Oh, hey, This was before... He quit acting to become a rapper, even though that was just fake. So, we, do you think it was fake? I mean, that's just a way to clean up. What your was mess. the what was the doc called? Don't have any idea. Did it ever come out? I don't know. Yeah, I watched it. Did you? Yeah. Are you sure about that? Casey Affleck made it. Oh, I guess there's a thing then. It doesn't change the fact, but okay. But it was before that. Hmm. <laughs> okay, this is before the that we found it was crazy. Sean Penn beat him. For what? Um, was it Mystic River? Yep. Ooh, he was really good in that. That's a tough one. No, no, no. Was it Mystic River? No, yeah, no, it, was, it wasn't. I was am it? Sam? No. No. I'm Sam's a lot older. Like a lot older. Sean Penn in 2008. What the fuck was that? Mm. I'm going to go with Drunk. It was, uh, it was being weird with me, like not letting me... Yeah, I don't have any idea. Ads keep popping up. So Come we, on. So we want to do Batman. The Joaquin documentary is called I'm Still Here. Oh, the fake documentary where he like, pretends he's a... See, yeah, yeah he's it's a fake. Rapper. Yeah, CBS fake. thinks it's real. No, it's fake. Just just because he just because he read a write-up about it doesn't mean it's a real thing. <laughs> just saying. Okay, so you want to make Batman Year One? Well, as a movie whatever. podcast, I'm disappointed in us that I can't find that fast enough. I'll find it. I yeah. got it going. You keep talking. Okay, so after Year One, what? I got it. You keep talking. Uh, well, the first movie is Pie. Do you remember that? I do. When... Black and white movie. Oh, Milk. You played Harvey Milk. Oh, Harvey Milk. That. Right. Yeah. Oh, but he also won in uh, 2004 for. Mystic River. He right. Did, I knew he did for that. But, but he beat but he beat Mickey Rourke is in two thousand eight for Milk. So And he was nominated in I Am Sam, so I wasn't that far off. But Mickey Rourke should but he did I'll it. agree with you that Mickey Rourke should have won that year. I mean, <laughs> Over he, that. he was good as as in Milk. He he was really, really good. But again, like not to take away from that, I mean whatever, it was it was a brilliant performance, but like it went to like the gay portrayal over a hammered, uh, a hammered, fucked up, alcoholic, crazy, like beat the shit out of like wrestler, which was an I think a movie about that. I think that maybe that's why it didn't get as much love because it's like people like wrestling fucking cares, but it was like it was really fucking good. Yeah, no wrestlers. Great. That movie's hard to watch. Is watching him like urgh, like move and like the man. Working at the supermarket, crazy. We're not there yet. So pie, pie. Do yeah. any of you guys remember this? No. I do. I don't. I, I remember. I saw, and we'll get to this too. But I saw Requiem for a Dream first, and I was kind of like so 
amazed by it that I went back and watched Pi. Okay. But, um, basically this guy who's going crazy, who has some kind of, he has like some kind of a, what are they called? What are the headaches called that are really bad? Migraines? No. Like worse than that. A migraine. No. I might have cluster headaches. Is that worse? Also known as suicide headaches. Oh, hey, that does sound worse. Yeah. But yeah, so this guy is basically searching for a number that will unlock universal patterns found in nature. And it's like just all kinds of conspiracy shit going on with with mathematics and numbers and really good, made for sixty grand. But really trippy too. Okay. Isn't it, isn't it like lo- like loosely based off the the real invention of pi, like pi like three point one four, blah 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 loosely blah blah, 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 blah. like kind of like where that 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 whole thing came from. I think the numbers they actually use in it aren't like three point one four is there, but the numbers after that that proceed like are not the same because I don't think they could make them the same. But uh, but yeah, it's kind of this, that idea. It's been I watched it. It was like 99 since I've seen that. 2000. It's been a long time. It was like, I just moved to Grand Junction for college. So it's been a while, but. It's one of the first DVDs I ever bought. I remember that. Huh. But it was probably, I don't think I saw it. I think it was like 2002. No, 2003. I lived here, actually. 2003. You'll have to watch that. For a low budget film, okay. Did you it's pretty solid for trivia on this? How much trivia? Have? Yeah, I got some. Cause I got a couple of cool things. But. Sixty million budget, but actually grossed three point two million. Sixty thousand. Sixty thousand budget, but actually grossed three point two million. That's for pretty, a low budget film, that's yeah, that's pretty impressive. For a low budget film, first time director, that's big shit. Um, so, but for each investor. For every dollar that they invested, they got $150 in back. Crazy. Yeah, so that was another thing. And most of that was raised from individuals that Aronofsky knew, like friends and family. Hmm. So they gave they gave him money, he and, you know, got up to sixty grand and then they got a shit ton of money back. Oh, that's cool. So um and the film was bought by Artisan Entertainment for one million dollars. That's also pretty so good it, yeah. considering it was sixty thousand. So does that mean that like that's where their hundred and fifty dollars came from? Was from like the million? I, I think I think so. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And Artisan made the rest of the, the rest of their money. Yeah. Right. Um. Oh, this was kind of cool. According to Darren Aronofsky's commentary, the subway scenes were illegally filmed. To save $18,000 a night. Makes sense. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a big chunk of change when you only got 60. It's like you have to be sneaky when you do things through Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. Did you do the um, thing about the no location permits? No. 
Did you see that? Mm-mm. No location permits for the movie at all were obtained. And so the crew had to have one man constantly serving as a lookout for police so they could st- like stop filming if they need to and like bolt. But like there's a bunch of subway scenes that they filmed that they like didn't acquire permits for and it saved the film like $20,000 or something like that. Yeah, that's what he was just saying about the subway scenes. But like, but just in general. Just in like, general, oh. they didn't use any. That's crazy. That in itself could be like a cool little idea for a movie is someone that's trying to shoot a movie and has no fucking money. So like, you just have a lookout like on the scene always. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got for that one though. I wanted to rewatch it before this, but I didn't. Do you have it? Yeah. I've just been using your Plex. That's fine. It's working, right? Yeah. That's so, fine. So far, has it froze up on you, CBS, when I fall asleep? No. We watched Bad Boys for Life the other night. I fell asleep. Was that good? It is good. I fell ex- asleep like halfway through it. Except except for the the fact that the copy that you have doesn't have any subtitles. So, like, half the movie's in Spanish. Like, Oh, is so, it? So there's no subtitles. So we like, have no idea what the fuck's Not going half, on. Not half, but all the parts are A like, lot. It's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot, yeah. And you're like, huh, I wonder what she's saying. I wonder what he's saying. I wonder what they're saying. I wonder what's so going on. So it's hard to find copies of a movie where it's not all, like, if the whole thing is subtitled, that's easy to find. Right. But if there's just bits and pieces that should be, it's really hard to find it. Hmm. You can turn it on from Plex. If you go to the audio settings before you hit play. Provide they have one in there. Oh, it's in there. Huh. It's It's from the internet. Like, you yeah. search it through Plex? They don't always have them, though. No? What he's yeah. t- what I he's- was watching Hunters um, from our friend doing audio from stuff for us, and it is, like, there's so much German in it. Oh no, but gosh. you have to go in on yeah. the Plex app and turn it on. Yeah. But sometimes they don't have. Like, Hunters had it for all the episodes. There's somebody that had something for it. What was I watching the other day? It didn't have any. Something else that... Treadstone, maybe? Shoot, I can't remember what it was. So sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. I was surprised how many had them, considering. But yeah, Hunters is kind of, you sort of have that. I bet uh, you could turn it on for Bad Boys. Maybe. But then English would be on for the entire movie. I kind of wonder if I tried that. I might have tried that. That's the thing. It's like, you would just have English subtitles the whole way through, not just for the Yeah, it puts it up for everything. Yeah. Yeah. It was fine, whatever. Just made up my own story as we went. It was good. (laughs) <laughs> just made it up, huh? Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, we were a little bit. That movie's entirely different for the two of us. Yeah, it was funny, too. That could be a cool little game is to watch a foreign movie with no subtitles, and then you just say what dub? the people are saying, oh, yeah. and then that's that's the whole game. It's fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. Not always. I mean, sometimes it goes very badly. But, yeah, that's a thing you can do, for sure. Might have to try that one. Yeah. It's good times. Maybe I'll watch uh, Parasite again. I think it's harder when you're game. by yourself because you have to be all the parts. And oh, yeah. You don't want to do rough. that. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Better off trying to do that with people. Or at least it's Maybe like just somebody be else. best for a kung fu movie. We did pretty well. I thought, I mean, I thought, yeah, it, was I thought right. it was good together. We're just like, I mean, all the characters have the same voice, but whatever. I played the, <laughs> I, I played the witch. Of course. That's why. Yeah. It's fine. Occasionally the sun, so, you know, whatever. And you play the kung fu kid. Sometimes. I didn't know it was the mom, though, so, like, that's, that made it real weird. <laughs> Only for you, because I missed that step. It you was... didn't know that it was the mom? The I mom. did. You, right off the bat, you knew. I, I, yes. Had you seen the movie? No. 
it's, it's the setup for it. She doesn't look like his mom. Certain things she says are you words I know. Like what? You don't know any Spanish, motherfucker. That's not true. I dated a Spanish lady for about seven and a half years and was engaged to her, so I know a lot more Spanish than you think. I can't speak the damn thing, but I know a lot of things they say. Mostly bad things. Huh. How much they hate white people. You want a new ice cold glass? It's fine. Do you have one? Yeah, there's like four of them in the freezer. Doesn't doesn't change the fact. Connor, glass, please. <laughs> the, the movie the movie's a very different movie. Is there any more trivia on pie? Are we done with pie? That's all I got for pie. Tastes delicious. Let's move to the next movie. Pie does taste delicious. What kind of pie though? While we're on the while we're on the subject of pie, Tori and I made pop tarts like yeah from scratch. Oh, nice. We made like the maple brown sugar ones, and then like raspberry, like raspberry jam and some kind of icing on top that she made. I don't know what the <laughs> I don't know what it was, but they're a lot better when you make them yourself. Nice. I mean, most things are, but and you're not doing anything. You've never made pop tarts. It wasn't that hard to do. Nice. Yeah. But the maple brown sugar ones, man. Hmm. You know what the best pop tarts are? Strawberry. That's my favorite. Okay. There was a watermelon one, and I was like, eh. And then it was like, I'll give it a shot. Right. It wasn't. It was. Oh, it was okay, but yeah. I think the best ones I've ever had, like from the brand Pop Tart, were blueberry muffin ones, mm. and you can only get them at Walmart, so I never buy them. This sounds like good. They're good. There's like crumbles on the top with the frosting. And I'd rather like, just. Oh, I would just rather get like an actual blueberry muffin with crumbles on top. I'm just not a big fan of muffins. Like I like the flavor, <laughs> I like the idea, but it's better as a pop tart to me. You like fucking uh, what's his name, the kid McLovin? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about when he's in what role about mo- him? when he's in role models. He's like, I like the idea of chicken fingers, but I'm actually like. For sure, yeah. Christopher McQuarrie. No. Well, Chris, Christopher Christopher McQuarrie's a writer. Chris Plotz. Oh, yeah, I don't know what his name Christopher Mintz Plot. Nice. Yeah. It's a Requiem for a Dream. It's a Requiem for a Dream. All right. Maybe one of the most fucked up movies I've ever seen in my life, but still, like, not hard to appreciate. See, I didn't, like, this is one of those movies, kind of like Alice in Wonderland to me, where it's like, the trippiness supersedes the goodness of the movie. Like, I'm just like, eh, I'm just not into it. Like, I, I didn't enjoy it, because I don't, I've never gone through an experience of, like, like, the only thing I've ever done is drink alcohol, so I'm just like, it's just not really my jam. So I'm going to be a bad discusser of this. Well, movie. I've never done heroin, but that's what the movie's about, mostly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I don't know what it's like to be in their position. I think I think why I really liked it is the way it was shot. Like all the really quick quick shooting and editing. What? You should have gone lemon. Why? What if you want it? Yeah, maybe we'll see. Oh, do you want to shot tequila? Yeah, let's do that. But it shot like all the really quick shooting and editing. I fucking love that. It was the first time I think I saw that in a movie, and then it became more of a thing like as time went on. But right, 
I think I have a note on that, actually. Um, he shot the film like a hip-hop montage, which means a sequence of extremely short shots to get the sense of overwhelming addiction and loss of control. An average 100-minute film contains 600 to 700 cuts. This one contains over 2,000. So it's like, it's basically like, as a viewer, like you're on drugs while you're watching it. And that's why I probably don't like it. Yeah. Did you know that he, um, he asked Jared Leto and Marlon Wayne to avoid sex and sugar for 30 days to better understand an overwhelming craving? Yeah, I read that. It's crazy. I think those two things, like sugar especially, like, I mean, I've gone 30 days without sex before. It's not, but like sugar for sure. I'm like, holy fuck. But, it's more it's more addicting than any drug. But then once I go like a week in a week, week and a half off of it, then I'm like, no big deal. Like, just like it's that first week. And especially if I quit drinking, then I'm like, really want candy or whatever. Sweets Cakes, of any anything, kind. Yeah, yeah, soda, ice cream. But then, like, but after that week, if I just, like, if I just drink a shit ton of water, like, after a week, I'm like, eh, no big deal. That's how doing keto was, though. It's like, I didn't, I was never huge on sugar. Like, I wasn't eating fucking candy and this and that. But it was still something I craved, like, the first week or two. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's right. an addiction, man. I think. I think Jared Leto's like, I think he's not talked about enough as how good of an actor he is. And I, I think that he, I mean, I know most people just be like, oh, his Joker was fucking garbage. It's like, well, he's also won a fucking Oscar. So how about any, like, I don't know, he played what's his name that shot, like, shot John Lennon. And that movie was, didn't get any fucking. Oh, hype. yeah. And he was so fucking good. What was that it. called? Um, Goodbye, Lennon? Is that it? No, it's called... That's a different Lennon. Yeah, that's about, um, like, Lennon, like... What was that fucking called? Because I definitely don't have that. I need to to write that down and download it, but... I agree with you on the Leto thing. You're thinking of Vladimir Lennon, like the former... Vladimir Ilyanich Ulyanov. Lennon. Yeah. Um, but, but Leto, that was called, let me look here. I just did notice something too, just to, as, as I'm looking this up, like how, see, to make his straw longer, CBS has like a regular convenience store straw, but then he has like another straw, like pushed into the top of it, but then with like... Scotch tape wrapped around to keep like the seal. Oh, I already looked up straws on Amazon <laughs> to buy them one. Bendy straw. I didn't even top. Know, I didn't even know. Does it have that. to be bendy on top? No, it doesn't. But but it's nice. I have gotten a couple. It's one of the first things I noticed, and I was like, I'm gonna buy this guy some straws that are one whole straw. <laughs> well, the gas stations at this so, point aren't weren't stocking or were out of the taller straws. Everyone's out of like everything. Yeah, that, like plastic disposables, all that shit. It's all over the place right now. So, so it's, so it's called Chapter Twenty Seven. Oh yeah. yeah, he plays Mark David Chapman. But yeah, remind me. And he gained and that. he gained all that fucking weight in real life. That was real weight. Yeah, like he didn't wear a fat suit. Like he Christian he, Bale it. Or did Christian Bale Jared Leto it, bro? Mm. Bale did it first. Sure. What year was that? 
2007? Yeah, Bale did it first, several times. Okay. Huh. All right. How you doing, Connor? Oh, doing all right. How about you guys? Fine. Crazy nonsense. <laughs> I'm going to get another mug, because this one's dirty as shit. It's not... I think I think we should just get CBS like a Camelback for his fine. Mountain Dew. I don't know if it's stored that way or not. It probably just make the damn thing. It's a little sour, like there's frozen puke in it or something. <laughs> That's what happens when you party, right? All right, well, whatever. I guess so. <laughs> don't don't send Connor to your bidding anymore if you don't like the way it happens. I'll just slam it and get a white claw. It's fine. All right. Huzzah! What movie are you guys talking about? Requiem for a Dream. Oh, okay, there we go. We're almost done with the thing. Good. Have you seen? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's been a lot. It's been a long while. Like Jennifer Connelly. Yeah, since it was kind of first. I don't know. I probably was first introduced to it like two thousand four, two thousand five, which is a couple of years after it came out. But I mean, still watching that when I was sixteen or seventeen was a little little trippy. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's a hard pill to swallow. Man. I guess uh, when I was eighteen for the first time, maybe. Yeah. Oh, there you go. But yeah, crazy movie. Yeah. Killer cinematography and editing. We already said it, but everything's shot like so fast that it makes you feel like you're on drugs watching it. And I think that's kind of the point. But Ellen Burstein won an Oscar for this. For that movie? Mm -hmm. Really? Oh, all right. And she even said that she thought it was the best acting she's ever done. That's cool. Yeah. Do you remember her in it? She was just a fucking pillhead. Say I couldn't tell you who that was when the you said pill the name. Head, like Jared Leto's but... pillhead grandma. Oh. Oh, that was the grandma. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then what's his name plays uh, the guy? Like she's all obsessed with this game show. She just sits in her living room and watches the game show. All the time on her fucking pills, like all cracked out. And then the guy that runs the game show, I can't remember his name, but he's the guy that plays Shooter McGavin. Yeah. <laughs> What's his fucking name? But I have no idea. Shooter it's McGavin, like, it's, his name. That, even that part of it is fucking hilarious. Hmm. Not that it's a comedy, because it's not, but it's, no. <laughs> it's kind of funny. I mean, parts of it, I guess. Like, ironically funny, I guess. Hmm. Okay. I feel like it's one of those movies that makes you so uncomfortable that everybody should have to watch it once. Discomfort's yeah, a good thing. I would, I would agree with that. You know, like, like it's a good thing sometimes. It, I mean, yeah, it's up there with those uh, those strange ones that are sometimes hard to swallow, whether it's Clockwork Orange or you know whatever. But Requiem's not one of those. Requiem's way up there. I know Clockwork pissed a bunch of people off because of the rape, but I can watch that movie and not feel too offended. I don't know why. <laughs> not that I'm okay with rape, but or, or brainwash. I never really like. I guess movie. it's just like it, the the speed of Requiem for a Dream makes me really uncomfortable. Hmm. All right. Yeah, I never really like Clockwork that much. Costumes are fine. But we'll get there. We'll do a Kubrick one eventually. Yeah, sure. Do you have any trivia on Requiem, or did we already do that? I've got some. Oh, this one's kind of cool, and I did not know this, Hmm. but 
Dave Chappelle was offered the role of Tyrone and turned it down, which went to Marlon Wayans. Huh. How how different of a movie is yeah, that with yeah. Dave Chappelle in it? <laughs> it might be more of a comedy. I think it might be more dramatic. Maybe that would have been even oh, better. Oh, man. I feel like the better the comedian you are, the better at drama you are. Well, it might have made his path and career very different, too, as far as, like, a movie. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's crazy. You got to think around that time, he was probably getting Chappelle show, like, going. It was right around then. Was it? 2000? Well, it came out in 2000, so it was probably filmed in 99. Damn. Chappelle yeah. show was, like, right then. I didn't realize. 99, 2000. I didn't realize Chappelle show was I was definitely was in old. high school when Chappelle show was happening, so. Hmm. He's probably like, no, I'm doing my own shit. No, it makes sense, yeah. I can see why you would have turned down because of that. If you already have. Not till 2003. For Chappelle show? Yeah. Oh, it was that much later? Yeah. So I was out of high school? January of 03 to July of 06. Damn. Because I felt like it was a lot later. Hmm. Who knows what he was doing, though? I mean, at that point, there may have already been in the works to try to make it a thing. It's, it's very possible that, even though it wasn't actually being released or it wasn't produced at that point, that there was already talks about it. I mean, as far as film deals are concerned, like, things get crazy deals and we hear about it automatically, and then, like, four years later, something drops. It's ridiculous. Yeah. We should do a Dave Chappelle episode. Oh, for sure. But we have to rewatch his entire show. And then do it. It's a lot of seasons. I don't know what it's not. It's only three seasons. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's a lot of seasons. And they're only ten episodes a season too. Yeah, and, yeah, like and they're like you just sat twenty-eight minutes or twenty-five minutes in episode. You just sat and watched like how many episodes of Lock and Key, and that show's garbage. It's not garbage. You could watch the mm. Hell Show, the whole thing, in a day easily. Yeah, so, probably like eight hours. Yeah, easily. I do, I do think he's funny though, so I'm gonna say that's okay. You know when you like, the Grinch's heart grows three times and he's then in three times? Like, when CBS laughs, it like hurts his heart because his heart's not used to laughing so much. <laughs> not so <laughs> like, I just don't think that crap's funny. Which part? He doesn't like stand-up comedy. Which, which, Anything which that one? I make him watch, he doesn't laugh. But Chappelle mm-hmm. show's not, I mean, Chappelle show, really, I just said yeah. that I liked it just fine. But you, it's more sketch than it is. Yeah, exactly. And like his stand-up was okay, too. I like that. Come on, the race draft. I think we should shoot to do that like in the next few. Like That should be... I'll yeah. start watching it now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you find it and I'll watch it. I have, it's on Plex. I think it's I've, not on my Plex. I'll have to look. I, I, have, I think I have it on... I think. I'll, I'll find it. I'll find it, but I have it on the DVDs. Worst comes to worst. We can all, you know... Use discs like in the old days. <laughs> oh my god, ridiculous! Was it was that trivia? What was happening for Requiem? Are you done with that one? Yeah, that's that's all I have. Unless anyone okay. has anything else no, to say I about it, don't at all. Watch it if you haven't, so you can be uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, it's a good one. <laughs> so the fountain. I love this movie. Hey, is, it, is the fountain the one with Wolverine in it? Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's all right. Yeah, it was good. It was, it was all right. M- mentally, I couldn't remember if that was the name of the movie or not. So this is the hard one to like understand, and I still feel like I don't understand it all the way because it takes place in three different times. Yeah, that's probably why I like it because it's a mishmash of re- like timelines. But visually, it's so fucking cool. Oh yeah, it's pretty. It's like some of the notes I have on it actually. 
it was the 16th century and then in 2005 and then in 2500. So it's like three different, completely different time frames. Yeah. yeah. It's entirely different. I mean, I, I don't know. That part is pretty cool about it, I guess. The visuals for the, I don't know, just the visuals in general are good, man. Even the, like all the costumes, the changes between reality or timelines. Yeah, good. And then the music, I think, like, aside from regular film scores, like, aside from John Williams or, like, someone huge like that that I've liked since I was a kid, I didn't really branch out much on film scores, and this movie is the one that made me, like, oh, holy really? shit. Really? Like, huh. music and movies, aside from John Williams and, like, Hans Zimmer, can be fucking good. <laughs> Which I was Clint that. Mansell, okay. so I can say it, but, Yeah. All right. The ending always weirded me out too, though, with the tree of life. It looks cool, but it looks weird. cool as shit. But yeah. it's like, what just happened? Yeah, the ending is a little. I don't think anything's bad, but it's weird. The tree, tree of life, man. Yeah, I don't know, dude. As a thing in general, it's a cool concept. But yeah, I don't know. I guess the ending is kind of weird, huh? Um, it's been a while since I've seen this thing. Not to interrupt, but Mort Drucker, master of the mad caricature of Mad Magazine. He pretty much was like a illustrator for Mad Magazine from 1950s till current. Well, till I think, oh, uh, 2012, maybe was his last one, but he's 91 years old. He died just minutes ago. Like, they just released oh, it. Crazy. Oh, shit. So, like, oh. He, he's basically, like, done caricatures of Mad Magazine of almost every Hollywood celebrity that right. there is. Like, he just kind of... No he, way. He's pretty much royalty when it comes to shit like that. So just wanted to give a little shout out to his family. Like this, that's crazy. I mean, I was ninety one. The guy had a good yeah, run, but like, as far as a thing, that's I, I want to say that he was one of the. I mean, I'm not sure how old Mad Magazine is, but um, Alfred E. Newman, I think he might might have been the one who first illustrated that. Oh, probably. Maybe. I have respect for but caricatures. That shit seems. I know it seems like such a a clown thing to do like when you go in a mall and someone's like drawing yeah, people draw, yeah. it seems so easy but then it's like i i couldn't even imagine doing that it's a weird thing to yeah it's oh, a weird I've, thing i do. definitely know his face for sure yeah hmm. yeah i've definitely seen that dude crazy so anyway rest in peace man like to just be able to look at someone and like, I'm going to make you look like a fucking idiot, but still look like yourself. Yeah, I don't know. If you're good at it, there's definitely an art to it. It's, it, yeah, I don't know. It's weird, man. So he did it, like, the whole time? The whole Mad TV existence? Well, my magazine, yeah. Yeah, he was the guy who did the, the, the magazines, and the, they weren't comics. So, I mean, he, he was a part of Mad Magazine. for. Um, he's, he joined in 1956, and his last movie parody that he drew was in 08, and he guessed it a little bit up until 2012, I think. I remember my dad always had those magazines lying um, around and shit. But yeah, he was like five five plus decades of... Draw uh, weird cartoons. Of Mad Magazine, which... In the day, man, Mad Magazine, it was, like, fucking incredible. It was, like, it made fun of everything. It didn't give a shit. So. Mm. Like, as far as a, a, a thing in periodicals, 
I mean, even when it sort of slowed down and became part of Warner Brothers, it still was putting out stuff that wasn't wasn't quite as edgy, I guess. But yeah, man, that's crazy. Yeah, smash that beer, Tyler. Get it. <laughs> Gross. Das Boot. <laughs> I just watched Beer Fest the other day. We could do Broken Lizard soon too. That'd be oh, yeah, that'd be great. I'll rewatch all that shit in a heartbeat. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty up to date on all of it anyway. Not to get too off track, even though I'm gonna right now. <laughs> I just watched all of Tacoma FD, and it's fucking great. Is yeah. it? I really like it. I uh, that's I need to get season two from you. I looked the other day, like after I watched all of season one in uh, one sitting, and it's there's only one episode online that I can find. I think I've seen two episodes, but yeah, they're still coming out. It's not fully out yet. But, yeah, it's it's pretty hilarious. Broken lizard guys working in a fucking fire department? I mean, yeah. So, I don't want to say it's better than them as cops, but I feel like, even though it's only a couple of them, like, I feel like it's they're better as firefighters. <laughs> <laughs> like, they should just make a fucking firefighter movie. Like, do a couple more seasons and then just do, like... A ridiculous. Yeah. Well, it was kind of like the dudes from the state went on to do Reno 911. Yeah. It was like, and then they did a couple movies too, and it was like super good. The yeah. dudes are all those people are fucking hilarious. So. I feel like the Broken Lizard guys are just meant maybe more for TV than movies. I don't know. I think that like if Super Troopers would have been a TV show, like not to take away from the first one because it was really good. Yeah, I think but if that was a TV show, it'd be fucking great. Yeah, the second one's fucking fantastic. Yeah, it was good too. I, and then like Slam and Salmon, Club Dread, like oh my god, they're great. Yeah. Even Beer Fest. Yeah, I was watching Beer Fest. Like I forgot how much I fucking like this movie. Like so hilarious, going against all the fucking Germans. And then like the di- they, they kill the one dude, but then his twin brother, and it's like the same character. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he tries to drink himself out of the fucking... Ugh. So funny. Yeah, it's good shit. So, you, I know you hate weed movies, but how do you feel about drinking movies? I don't know. It depends on the movie, I guess. As far as the Broken Lizard guys, though, Eric Stolonsky, the guy who plays Rabbit. Yeah. So, back before Super Troopers 2 dropped... Colorado um, Springs Comic Con, right? Yeah. yeah. So I have a whole interview thing. Well, it's like like forty five minute chat with the dude for the most part, um, which you can find on the Top Five Comics podcast. I don't can't tell you what episode it was because I don't remember. But while I was talking to him, I tried to convince him. I, this actually isn't in the the, the audio recording, which is lame. That they should make another Cannibal Run. And he's like, "That's a brilliant idea." I said, "I don't know why you guys haven't done it yet." And he's like, I "Said, well, if you guys do, just remember, you know." I was telling you to do it. He's like, you're silly. At least give a shout out. Yeah, something. It's like halfway in the movie, like, yo, yo, CBS. I mean, and then just keep going. Maybe maybe just does that mean? Maybe just in the, uh, what do you call that when they do? The credits? Credits, yeah. No, I think it'd be funnier if, like, midway through they just, like, gave a shout out just randomly. You know, it'd be hilarious if that was the case. But yeah, he tells this awesome story about, like, when he met a few of those guys and how he kind of became friends. So, like, it's a pretty good, it's a pretty good conversation, really. Is back when they were still doing press stuff, junket stuff for the, the Colorado Springs show, which they've quit doing, which sucks, but whatever. It's hard to organize and make happen. But yeah, he's actually a freaking cool guy. Like, chit chat wise, he's, yeah, he's awesome. They all seem like they are. Uh, so hopefully someday we get that, because that'd be great. 
I, I love Reboot of Cannonball Run with those guys. Like, We've been talking about it. I'm like, no, you haven't. But that's cool. I'd, just, I'd love to see some smoking the fucking bandit with those guys. I mean, that'd be a cool one too. But they don't have anybody that's they don't have anybody that's Burt Reynolds. I mean, that's the problem. You gotta, no, you gotta a couple have a, of them have pretty good mustaches. But yeah, not the mustaches. Not Burt. It's gotta be. They, they could change it though to where like it's not just one bandit. It's just like they're all called the bandit. So there's multiple of them. They all have mustaches and they all like <laughs> they all interplay with one another. Dread Pirate Robert style. Yeah, so there's a bunch of them. There yeah. you go. That'd be huh. fucking a sweet like. I'm watching it right now. <laughs> okay, if you guys use that premise, just give me a shout out. You can have it. <laughs> one more thing before you move on is I downloaded all the jackass shit and all the TV show is really low quality, so it's hard to watch, but. <laughs> I forgot in, uh, was it, I can't remember if it was two or three of the movie, Jay Chandrasekhar, however you say his name, from Broken Lizard, plays a taxi driver, <laughs> and they prank, like, one of their friends into being, like, a fucking Taliban, but they collect pubes from oh, all of put them it all over Aaron's face and they give him a fake beard and he doesn't know it's all their pubes on his yeah. face the entire fucking time yep and then he's sitting in the back of the cab and he has like a fake bomb strapped to him and he doesn't know that Jay knows from broken about- lizard is like an actor he just thinks it's a fucking taxi driver doesn't he is that the one who make him get in the trunk yeah like they make him get in the <laughs> trunk and then he shoots a fucking gun off and several people like act like they get hit by bullets so he's just like in the trunk listening to people dying basically <laughs> And it's just a fucking joke the whole time. And they pull him out of the trunk and tell him it's a joke. And he's like, so relieved. And they're like, oh, by the way, <laughs> your beard is all of our pews. They all like pull their pants down. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the the Screw. best prank I could ever <laughs> imagine to think of is like, that's the one. <laughs> Because it was a double prank. It was like, can you even beat a prank anyway? That was like, you have all your friends' pubes on your face. Somewhere else. And then he thought that his friends were getting killed. <laughs> like, I don't know. But yeah, I watched yeah. a couple of those movies, and Tori was like, I can't watch any more of these. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a bit much. You think? Oh, yeah. To watch several in a row is nah. like, eh. Nah. They do some gnarly shit, man. Amazing. For back then, especially. <laughs> Amazing. Mm, I don't know about that. And Steve-O has a podcast now. It's actually pretty cool. Bert was on one, so I listened to that yeah, one. Yeah, like, he, he turned a van, like a fucking, like, eco-line Conver- van. Conversion, line, conversion van, yeah. Into a podcast studio. Huh. And he did one with, like, Tony Hawk, and then Bert Kreischer, I think, was the second person. Second. Tony's But he travels... Man. To them, basically, and they do it in his van. Huh. So it's kind of a cool idea. Uh, he also just uh, he released his own hot sauce. Steve-O did. Oh, did he? Yeah, huh. yeah. Uh, it's called like I don't know something about Steve-O's asshole, whatever, but burning asshole or some shit like that. But uh, I might have to throw that in the lineup. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'd definitely try it. He was uh, on one of Gordon Ramsay's shows. Like, oh, is that the one it. where he fucking threw it in his yeah, eye? Yeah, he like dumped half the bottle in his eye. Did you guys oh. see that? No. Yeah. Gordon no. Ramsay, it was just like, 
I think he thought it was supposed to just be like a little cooking show yeah. episode. And then Steve was just like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> so fucking gnarly. I think it's funny because Gordon Ramsay's probably like, what the fuck, man? Like, you're not serious about anything. And he's like, yeah, right. I'm not. Like, yeah, it's, it's totally funny because you could tell Gordon Ramsay on that was like, what the fuck did I get myself into here by inviting this guy? He's like, this is worse than Hot things. Ones. What the fuck? <laughs> Gordon Ramsay was such a fucking pussy on Hot Ones. Yeah, but he made was, for good But he still finished. There's like eight other people that haven't, so... I'll give you that. Huh. Right. Call him a pussy with his donuts and his lime juice and whatever the fuck it, Pepto-Bismol he had. Yeah. yeah. He still finished. You know what these eggs need? <laughs> Hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. No, salt. All right, so Aronofsky. Not Navroski, whatever we're talking about. Aronofsky. No. no. Gronkowski. That's a football player. Yeah. And a wrestler. Speaking of Gronkowski. There you go. The wrestler. Yep. So what was the next movie? The Wrestler. The wrestler. Oh, hey. <laughs> That's a good setup. I didn't see what's happening there. Good job. That moves closer. You can move it all you want. That's fine. I love this fucking movie. No, it's fantastic. Marissa Tomei is amazing. Oh, yeah. Titties. Yeah, she's... Well, have her titties been in that and My Cousin Vinny? Was it My Cousin Vinny? No. No. Scent of a Woman? I don't remember. Because I know I've seen him in multiple films. Mr. Skin, where are you at? I think Seinfeld. I think you saw him in Seinfeld. Remember when like George wants to date her? <laughs> I think that's, that didn't happen. Right. There. She was in Seinfeld. Did, did that, yeah, but she didn't get topless, huh? Yeah, yeah, he was like... Brewery. And she's like, I like Baldman. And then he did some dumb Ball, shit. Corky Baldman. And fucking never had a chance, even though he had a chance. There you go. It's like all over. What happens? Mickey works great in the wrestler, though. And as far as I don't know, casting wise, like all the stuff he does, working in the deli and like trying to have a normal life, sort of, is just kind of like it's kind of heartbreaking. And the stuff with his kid, it, yeah, it's messed up. I'm like, how many of those people like that's their like what he was doing in that movie is their real life? I mean, Jake the Snake Roberts, all those old school '80s wrestlers guys, man, it's crazy. The movie's really cool, though. Well, it, that, that's, I think, why the movie's so good, because it's like, it shows the dark side of it. Like, they even talk about it a lot in that, uh, um, fighting with family or whatever. Right. Just like, like Vince Vaughn's character in that plays, like, it's, he's supposed, he was supposed to represent somebody in real life. Right. He's just like, yeah, he's gonna end up, like, hurting himself, just being on the road, just being like a, a machine, just being the guy that gets beat up all the time. And it's just like, that's kind of like Mickey Rourke's character just represents that, which, it's a cool thing that people don't realize, like, I mean, we're in wrestling. We like it, so we know all, like that dark side, that craziness. But people are like, oh, that's just fake nonsense. Like, what's like? It's scripted. It's not fake. There's I a think difference. it just. It's. I think like on TV, it seems so glamorous. But then, if you go to a small wrestling event somewhere locally, you're like, oh, this is hardcore. Like, there's no glamour uh, here. No, that's brutal. You know, and that's. I think the movie showed a bit of that. Like. You know, you go to a fucking WW event, and it's like, 
It's a totally different kind of machine. It's like a fucking amusement park. Like, it's not right. like any humanity, really. Like, I mean, it is, but... It's a different stage. It seems like, so glamorous the, there or the on TV, light, yeah. and then it's like, in real life... Independent wrestling's a totally you different know, thing. Have you been fucking slammed onto a wrestling mat? Like, it's not... It's not, not comfy. It's no. not a fucking mattress. Like, right. it's fucked up. Falling down is falling down regardless of what you're falling on. And then it bounces, and you fall back on it again. Right. So, yeah. But... I didn't take this note down, but I remember it because I read a lot of them. Hmm. Is that this movie made Rowdy Roddy Piper, like, ball his eyes out. Oh, man. Because there's so much truth to it. Yeah. That's why it was so good. Did you guys see... Well, I know CBS did because I was there, but, like... Like, uh, Ric Flair and his daughter, like, doing the woo thing together back and forth. Like, woo! And then she'd be like, woo! Is that real life? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. At WrestleMania. During WrestleMania. Shut the fuck up. That's a video of the two of them. Oh, yeah. man. It's part of a bunch of clips they showed. Did he give anyone the chop? No. I don't, uh, I don't think he fought at all. He should have done it to his daughter. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> hey, I need you to do me a favor, Connor. What's that? Um, I'm having a hard time finding what movies Marissa Tomei's been topless in. Can you do that for me? Mr. Skin or... um. This isn't real, but Flesh of the Stars, I'm knocked up. <laughs> it just keeps showing like interviews of her talking about getting topless in movies. I know the wrestler for sure. I, I can say, see how that would be more popular. I want to say Scent of a Woman, but I don't know what else. Hmm. Before the Devil? Oh, was that? Before a... the Devil Knows You're Dead? Uh, oh, fuck, I know the name of that. I'm, what, is, oh, what? I don't know what all I'm clicking on here. <laughs> <laughs> that was a Philip Seymour Hoffman uh, movie, wasn't it? Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Uh, Before the, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Philip Seymour Hoffman. I can't forget his movies. Oh, he's Let's so good. See. I watched him in a... Like about Something about Polly or whatever, the one with uh, Jennifer Aniston and Ben Stiller. Along came Polly. Along came Polly, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he plays like a like a teen like child star kind of thing from like a Breakfast Club esque movie <laughs> in it, and he just like he's supposed to. Do- yep, I remember this. Okay, so Philip Seymour Hoffman. I don't have this though. Huh. Hmm. I've never seen that. Yeah, I don't think I have. This came out when I worked at Blockbuster. That's why I remember it. Yeah. When did you work at Blockbuster? I worked there for six months while I was working for Verizon. I worked there like three nights a week because I was just fucking bored. Huh. I but, did not. Yeah. How did we, have we ever talked about this before? I don't know. I, I, don't still, have a, I still have a Blockbuster collared shirt. I don't think we've ever talked about uh, Tyler having been worked no, at Blockbuster. I don't think so. It was six months. So it was very short. I think I got your answers here, Josh. Um, so there's one uh, called Untamed Heart. Okay. Uh, but apparently you had to get a special European television broadcast of, of the film to see her, uh, yeah. Hmm. And then, um, Slums of Beverly Hills. I remember that movie. I don't remember her top of um, Yeah. So these are like, I'm going from like her earliest one. So like the Untamed Heart is 93. 
Summers uh, Beverly Hills also has Natasha, uh, what's her name in it? What's her face from Natasha American Pie? Leone. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. She gets her period all over that chick's fucking kitchen, ch- dining tape, dining chair. Yikes. Um, and then there is Loverboy. Okay. Hmm. 2005. Uh, fac- Factotum? Factotum. Factotum? Yeah. Um, I think I saw that. Before the Devil Knows You're Dead. Um, the wrestler and loitering with intent. Seven. That's seven. That's pretty solid. That's a lot. I mean, they probably look the same in all of them, but they look really good. Well, I mean, ranging from 93 to 2014, it, it doesn't look the same in all of them. Okay. The more you know. Should have been topless in Spider-Man, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Yeah, that would have been sweet. See, happy get a little... Happy, happy get a little happy? Happy get a... Happy, happy, happy. Happy get a happy Hogan. Happy little happy happy. Yeah, that makes sense of his name. Happy make his Hogan Hulk out. Ooh. <laughs> there we go. It's so weird. There's some weird play. Yeah, I like it. Go. I was into it. Okay. Yeah. yeah, this movie was hard to watch. Like I was before, when we were not before we were talking, or but actually the beginning of this episode when it's like just the physical, like when he gets up in the morning and he's like waking up and he like can't like that's hard to watch. It's like oh my god, just fucking just move. Like, but you know, like it's yeah. the, the way that he acts. That I was like. Eh. Pretty fucking incredible. I like this movie a lot. I think he should have won the Oscar. Um, I thought... Oh, yeah, he didn't. We talked about that. Yeah, fucking... What's his name one? But... Sean Penn won for it. For Milk, but... So... The studio wanted Nicolas Cage. Ugh. And Darren Aronofsky was basically like, I'm not making this movie unless it's Mickey Rourke. <laughs> Yeah. So they folded that eventually, made- but like, how that that would be? Can you see Nicolas Cage doing this? Because I can't. No, not <laughs> like, at all. Not the yeah. No. Like, dude, Con Air was eleven years ago. Like, no, yeah, <laughs> just no. It it wouldn't have looked the same. He doesn't have the body structure to be a professional wrestler. Right. It would have it would have made no sense to me. Unless they made him one that was like all painted up. This is kind of cool, too. Due to the film's low budget, Axl Rose donated the use of Sweet Child of Mine free of charge for the final match. Oh, crazy. That's cool. Really? Yeah. Axl Rose huh. actually did something cool? Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Good on you, Axl. It's the least he can fucking do for being such a fucking cunt for the last <laughs> 35 years. <laughs> Robbing the world of fucking decades without Chinese democracy. I mean, come on, man. We've needed that out. Al- we needed that album like in the 90s. We didn't need it in 2005 when it came out finally. We we're like, fuck. We needed it in like 95. This this whole pandemic wouldn't happen if we would have had that album sooner. I don't know if that's true or not, but all right. I don't think it would have fixed anything. It would have fixed a lot of things. Mm. Okay. Well, Tyler's in charge of what's next, so I guess we're moving on. Uh, is that Black Swan? It is Black Swan. Bum, bum, bum. So, this movie's pretty fucked up. I like it. But 
I have not seen this movie. No? No. Nope. I've only seen parts of it. It is messed up, though. Fingernail scene. Yeah. So good, though. Yeah. Crazy. Um, Mila Kunis. Didn't she... Who won... I think Mila Kunis was also... Nominated as well, wasn't she? Okay, yeah, so... Um, Natalie Portman won. Yeah. And then it was a nominee for Best Motion Pictures of the Year. Uh, more nominees. It had a shit ton of nominees. Um, yeah, Mila Kunis was a nominee for for the supporting role. But she, I thought she was fucking fantastic in it, too. I thought she was incredible. That was... To me, that was the role that stood out. Like between the two of them, yeah. I don't know; they're both great in it. As yeah, far as a, sure. a messed up movie's concerned, I mean, actor-wise, they both, yeah, they're both fine. Jeez, Tyler, you walked out the worst time, bro. Yeah, I had to pee, man. I chugged that fucking IPA real fast. Uh, Natalie Portman had to drop twenty pounds to be in this movie. I don't think she had to. I think she just did it. Wow. Uh, Either way. The script took 10 years to make. Jesus, to make it, to really? make it to the screen. Oh, it was okay. written 10 years before. Man, that's weird. All right. It's crazy. Did you guys talk was... about the budget yet? No. No. But it was, it was actually... He, Darren Aronofsky wanted this to be a psychological horror movie. And it wasn't really ever like. It kind of was. I mean, it is if you I watch mean, I it. See part but like, of that. It was never yeah. marketed as that though. So. Hmm. That makes sense. He was supposed to have a budget of twenty-eight to thirty million. Only had thirteen million making it. And then worldwide, it made three hundred and twenty-nine million dollars. Wow, that's a pretty big. Uh, that's a good profit margin. It's probably like one of the better ones, I would say, for anything that's made over three hundred million in the box office. Be- between the cost to make it, yeah, man, that's crazy. D- just crazy. And then that uh, girl on girl scene—that's one of my favorites ever. <laughs> it's really good. You guys already talked about that. No. No, we're waiting for you. Just- oh, okay, cool. That was a good one. Although I wish they were just naked, but, you know, whatever. I think the uh, girl-on-girl scene in... Um... I know where you're going. Can I guess? Mm-hmm. Atomic Bong? Yep. Yes. With Charlize and uh, What's-Her-Face? So much better. That plays uh, the crazy leg chick in Kingsman. What's her fucking name? And she was in Star Trek Beyond. The one with the springy legs? Yeah. I know the actress you're talking about, but I don't know her name. Because they're both topless in it, and it's awesome. Hmm. That was a good one. Tom Blonde's pretty good movie, too. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. That was a good one. What what episode number is this? 63. Oh, shit. So episode 69 is coming up soon. What are we going to do for that? I thought we were, were we all topless. I thought we were talking about, yeah, the, the isn't that the thing, Josh? Episode 69, we're doing like a... All, all the best uh, n- nudie movies. Yeah, when we get there. We could do a Pornhub episode. Nah, I'm just kidding. No, we're going to do our top God. ten nude scenes. Yeah, top ten nude scenes for episode 69. I didn't just say just women, I just said nude scenes. That's going to take weeks of preparation. 
<laughs> we were supposed to start working on it when we like when we hit like episode fifty four. We talked about this or something. Like yeah, that. all right. Yeah, Connor was on the episode. It's been a long time ago. No, I remember now, but now I'm gonna have to really like think about we it. We have well, some downtime. Yeah, you got downtime. <laughs> so. I've been working on it. I, I think we just listed seven for you to start working on. <laughs> there you go. Huzzah! Make, do you want me to? Do you want a preview of mine? No, mm-hmm. no. Okay, let's, okay. Let's, this should be a, a surprise, and hopefully, some of ours are different. And CBS probably won't have a list at all. So, it's CBS possible. likes naked people. That's you? true. Ladies, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Does softcore porn count? No, I, I think it has to be like a movies. real, real movie. I thought it was okay. like movie. Like, yeah, yeah. Like actual movies, so yeah, that's nothing produced by Vivid or anything like that. And I would, I would actually go so far as to say, like Bikini Car Wash doesn't count. Like you know those like really shitty late night Cinemax like comedies that like had a that's lot of still softcore porn. I would say for the most part, do they go to the theater? Like Revenge of the Nerds. Like, Re- Revenge of the Nerds is very border, but there's like a lot of boobs in that too. That counts though. Even the theater counts. What happened to those kind of movies where you can go to the theater and just see boobs for, like, days? Yeah. No, different world. After American Pie, man, that shit got shut over. down. Harold and Kumar. There's some, a lot of boobs in it. There's a lot of vagina in Harold and Kumar, too. You know what has a lot of boobs, which I just talked about? What? Beer Fest. Yeah. <laughs> There's, like, a whole scene in the beginning where they're, like, the Germans think they're talking shit to them at Oktoberfest, and it creates this whole cataclysmic event. And like six different girls' tops get ripped off, and they're just like, ah, like titties fucking flying everywhere. Like, that's cool. And Josh was talking about Harold Kumar. That has Heather Graham in it, which, yeah. No, it doesn't. That's Boogie Nights. No. Roller Girl. Boogie Nights. She's, she's in both those movies. It's, uh, right? Uh, no, it's, uh, what's her name? Blonde Chick. Yeah. She's, uh,. Heather Graham is blonde. Uh, yeah, no. I'm pretty sure saying, yeah. that no. she is you in know, Harold I and Kumar. I don't remember being on any posters, though. I'm pretty sure. Well, she's a very small role. She's they're like in some podunk like spot in the woods. Malin Eckerman. Is that who it was? Yep, that's yep. who it is. The second one, yeah. No, first one. When, when did, when did, did Harold and Kumar come out? Uh, it's this trick. That didn't answer my question. When did it come out? Well, she was naked in Watchmen also. Yeah. She was naked a lot. But it, yeah. Harold and Kumar came out in 2004. But, yeah, Malin Ackerman, she plays Leanne and, like, freak shows her husband and they're in the, tra- in the trailer when they're fi- he's fixing the, the car for him. Oh, yeah. That isn't the yeah. first movie. That's not here. That's not yeah. here Graham. The second one, the Guantanamo Bay one, is yeah. the bottomless scene. There's a lot of vaginas in it. Oh, yeah, the but one... there's also a lot of penis in it. So we need to stop, because this is all fucking episode 69. All right, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's the whole Yeah, point. we got to save yeah. this. Okay, so Black Swan, decent movie, right? And won awards. Or... Won a lot of go. awards, got nominated for a lot of shit. Natalie Portman won. I mean... Huzzah. Didn't think I'd ever like a movie about ballet, uh, but that was pretty fucking solid. Ballet's intense, man. And then she just gets fucking stabbed <laughs> and does the whole act. And then, like, she's just, like, 
bleeding out the whole time. No one fucking knows. So fucking good. Very intense. But for one of those sure. movies that I'm like, you know what I'm going to watch tonight just for the fuck of it? Not Black, Black Swan. Swan. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like... <laughs> no, it's like, no. Yeah. I call it the tears of... The tears of the tears of the sun. You guys remember that movie, like the Bruce Willis movie? Yeah, that's a rough I call one. It, I call it the tears of the sun factor of like, it's a one of the most brilliant movies ever made, especially like, but it's so intense and so like makes you nauseous that you're like, I don't want to watch that again. But then when you see soon. like chicks in Africa that got their titties cut off, you're like, okay, this is this isn't cool. You're like, wow, that movie was amazingly made, but I don't want to ever watch it again. That's it's the tears of the sun fucking factor. That's how I. Yeah. You could say that about Rec Room for a Dream, also. Yeah, I agree with like, that. You watch it and you're like, huh. I respect it, but do I want to go back? Not necessarily. No. Yeah. Return to Oz. I have felt that. That's how I feel about that. <laughs> I will watch that all the time. Yeah. I love that shit. I, I do like that one. Ugh. It is creepy Ugh. as shit. It is. But you know, creep me the fuck out. All right, what's next, Tyler? Noah? Ugh, this movie's fucking garbage. You didn't like it? Not at all. I didn't like parts of it. I didn't like any of it. Parts of it I, I did like. Seen it. There's a I, lot of rain. I, I think maybe, uh... <laughs> it's so much rain in the movie. <laughs> and the, and the, and the weird tree people. It's like, what the fuck? That was my favorite part. How was that your favorite part? Was the terrible. Watchers? They were yeah. awesome. So stupid. This whole movie was stupid. Makes me hate... Everything. Drills I do down. think I think I do think Russell Crowe's maybe the wrong choice for Noah. Yeah, but Steve Carell was the right choice. We all know that. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> not the same thing. What do you mean it's not the same thing? He plays Noah in a movie. Yeah, I, I mean, he would have been better. Different name, but yeah, he can do serious shit. I don't know. Way way back. Based? Come on, man. No, I mean I haven't seen the movie, but it doesn't. Doesn't Noah need to be, like, real old? Steve Carell looked really old in that movie. <laughs> Visually, Noah was really cool. There was a lot of shit in there that is very different from a lot of movies, especially anything biblical. Like, there's really not a ton of biblical movies out there. That's a lot. If you think about it, like, it's all it's all about Jesus Christ. There's, there's yeah, not a not lot a of... Supporting cast or whatever. Yeah. So I mean I think it was it was cool and it's worth watching, but I'd say this is probably my least favorite movie that he's made. Yeah, yeah it's pretty. It's pretty bad. I think it was real bad actually. The music was still good. I don't remember hating it, but I don't really remember if I liked it or not. So I mean, there's I that. think it was just like there's a thing. Yeah. They. And I don't think it was necessarily Aronofsky, because I don't think he wrote the screenplay. Or maybe he co-wrote it, but I think they tried to make it a bit too dramatic. Like, a bit too... Not that that wasn't a dramatic thing, but tried to make it too... Like, oh, like, there should be fights, and there should be this and that. And it's like, no, like, at the end of the day, wasn't that just about a guy building an ark to save a bunch of people? But it was like... He was just always fighting with people because they, I don't know. The kissing scene between Douglas Booth and um, Emma Watson 
was repeated with so many takes that Emma Watson was left with bleeding lips and Douglas Booth nursing his sore nose and swollen mouth. And like in this aspect, I just say maybe he's just a dirty director. He's like, ah, do it again. Mm. <laughs> he just Weinstein'd it. He's like, ah, do it again and again and again. That's how I feel about that. It's awful long. I didn't take that note down. That's a good one. It's a lot of takes for a scene. That's kind of yeah. So maybe come on, she, maybe you come don't on, know. Hermione. Maybe it was Kiss an off again. day. Maybe she had chapped lips and shouldn't have been fucking working anyway. Hey Hermione, come ride this broom again. Mmm, ride this broom. She's like, I'm not. What do you, why do you call me Hermione? When I'm this isn't Harry Potter. Like this is the end. You remember that? <laughs> when she's at the party, but then like gets separated, and then she comes back into the house, and it's six dudes. And, and she's like, I need to I need to take a nap. And they let her go take a nap, and then Jay is like, or Jay Baroshell is like, can we address the elephant in the room? And it's like, we need to make sure she feels like none of us are... <laughs> Predators. <laughs> ...coming on to her or whatever. And they're like, he's trying to say that we need to make sure that none of us is going to rape her. And she hears it, like, when she's laying down in the room. <laughs> uh, that's a, you know, if you guys haven't watched that yet during this whole bullshit, it'll make you laugh. Because it's very consistent with what's going on, kind of, and then it's hilarious. But Christian Bale and Michael Fort Fassbender were both offered the same role. Did I say yeah, that? Yeah, I had that note. Huh. Stole it for me. Hmm. But, yeah. Yoink. They were both busy with other shit, I think. Losing weight and being assholes. Yep. <laughs> Losing weight for Christian Bale, being an asshole for a Fassbender. <laughs> Bye. Well, that's kind of their MO, right? I mean, it is. Could have been a different movie, though. Like, Gaining I like, weight, I like, an asshole. I like Russell Crowe, but I think... I don't. Either one of them would have been a better Noah. Yeah, Michael Fassbender would probably have been... I, mean, I really different. don't like Russell Crowe, except for, like, I think the only movie I like him in is uh, Gladiator. Really? Maybe Beautiful, Superman? Beautiful, beautiful Mind. mind though. Beautiful, beautiful Mind. mind. That's a, but that's oh, about God. it. Like Other than that, he kind of bugs me. Really? I think he would have been a really good Roland in the Gunslinger movie, because in the Gunslinger mo- books, like Roland, they always talk about his crazy blue eyes, and like I think... He would have been really, yeah, really Crow good. Has and, and he's an asshole. Like he's a fucking like just straight up like Roland's an asshole. He's not. He's an anti-hero. Like and I think he would have been really good if they would have done like the Gunslinger movies properly. And was it Ron Howard just had to destroy it? Mm. Was it Ron Howard that did those? I don't remember. The Gunslinger? Yeah. No, it was. I got some hand- guy that made like one other movie. Okay, so American Gangster? No. Mm. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Wow. I don't like him in it. I like the movie. I don't like him in it. All right. Man, yeah. I just say, I know there's a few other ones. He's in uh, 310 to Yuma. Um, Yeah. His probably best film is probably Robin Hood. (laughs) (laughs) That thing was a piece of shit, by the way. I didn't mind it. Um, He was actually really good in uh, Les Miserables. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty good, right. I guess. Yeah. There's a few other movies that are decent on, on his list. Proof of Life and shit like that. We'll no. do a we'll do a Crow episode <laughs> eventually. Can't wait for that one. There you go. 
feel like solo part two. We all have to just, you know, get drunk and fight each other. And that's it. I don't need to f- get drunk and fight anyone. Fighting around the world. You remember him on South Park? I heard he's just like a super douchebag in, like, in real life. Just like, n- he's not nice to anybody. Well, didn't he fight like several paparazzi guys? I think he's fought <laughs> several people in general. Yeah, speaking of fighting, he was getting Cinderella, man. I don't know. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah. We do, actually talked about that recently, I didn't we? I do like that movie a lot. Yeah. Okay. That was good. There you go. I don't think he's that good. I think as jor Oh, and the nice guys? Oh, yeah, that was fucking great. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. I didn't watch the, that for the, years of the because I was like, it looks kind of lame. And, and then I watched great. it, and it was so good, I watched it like two days later. Of the two <laughs> movies that are like very similar, I think Cop Out's better. I'm just I, don't, I don't know. I've seen it, that. They came out like very... Like, they came out right next to each other. Like huh. The same script got pitched to different Bruce places. Willis and I don't know, Tracy man. Morgan one. I don't, I don't, so much better. I don't know about that. So. Because I, I, I doubted that level, or that movie on many levels, which was both Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling being able to be funny. And I thought they were both really funny. Yeah. So. I think Ryan Gosling was really, really funny. <laughs> but. Huh. Oh, there's actually three movies. What's the one with fucking Marky Mark and Will Ferrell? The other guys. The other guys. The other guys. Yeah. So yeah, those Cop are all out, really the similar. The other guys and the... The other guys is actually the funniest one. It is, yeah. Hmm. Mark Wahlberg's amazing. Marky Mark and Will Ferrell. Mm. Yeah. He's like, I'll show you. I'll show you. Like, I'll tell you. I'll show you how what being a fag is. And I was like, I learned ballet. He's like, wait, the what? The funniest thing about that movie to All me is Michael Keaton. It's and he just oh, keeps yeah. quoting TLC well, that's lines. That's the funniest shit. The whole movie's fantastic because it's just all it's all lyrics from Waterfall. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. all lyrics from just TLC. Yeah, he's, like, he's, like, yeah. he's like, you ain't no scrub. What are you talking about? Like, Give me your gun. That's the funniest part, I think. <laughs> the whole mo- yeah, because he's the greatest actor of our generation. <laughs> yeah. Mike Mike Keaton is pretty awesome. Hmm. Of the group of those movies, I do like that one the better. So, has anyone seen the last Aronofsky movie, or am I the only one? I need- Mother. I did see this. With Jennifer Lawrence. And nope. it's weird, but there's, I mean, you can get into it. I have seen it. I didn't watch it for a while because it got such horrible reviews that I watched it with no expectations and I thought it was really good. Especially because, like, you can't really... I mean, I guess if you think about it, you can figure it out, but... Go ahead. You can say it if you I, want. I figured it out. Like, like It's very noticeable right off the bat. Well, I didn't I notice th- it I right thought, off the bat. I thought. Like, I was just like, oh, yeah. That's just, well, you, so, you have more wisdom than me, so no, that's fine. Just, no, just like because I don't like her. I don't like Jennifer Lawrence, so I was just like, just watch this movie from like, like the outside looking in. I'm like, oh, expect those crazy... like. It's like a, it's an analogy for Mother Earth. Yeah, basically. I haven't seen it either, but it also seems because like him and Jennifer Lawrence have been in a relationship since before that movie, so that would have been like kind of weird, like directing your significant 
other. Well, he did that in the fountain too, because he was with Rachel Weiss during that. Okay. But I don't know if I actually talked about that. He didn't want to have Rachel Weiss in that movie, and Hugh Jackman talked him into it for the fountain. So he's like, yeah, get your girl in here so I can get my hands yeah, on her. I need, I need <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, come on, Hermione, kiss him some more. He's like, wait, why are you calling me Hermione? My name's like, I'm Rachel Weiss. I went as in Okay, so this guy might be a creep. We don't know. He Maybe sure he is. is. We you guys hear Weinstein? But got he did go to corona. Harvard. So did you guys hear Weinstein got has coronavirus? No. In prison? What? Is that true? Harvey Weinstein has coronavirus. <laughs> I bet he has AIDS too at this point. No, but like that guy's for sure gonna die, right? Yeah. I mean, if not by Corona, by Shank, for sure. What a weird. Huh. He's going to get shivved. How did he get it in prison? Weird. Mm, he, probably, he probably has, like, more outgoing guests than many of the other. I don't think so, but <laughs> there's been a lot of, like, rampant in-prison shit, like, so. I just found a weird fact about him. Uh, Harvey Weinstein? No, no. Oh. <laughs> Aronofsky. <laughs> but uh, it, it says he writes uh, his films on a custom-built desk crafted from uh, Bastogon walnut, which is extremely valuable. And then it says within the desk is a wooden pipe organ, which plays with the opening of its drawers. <laughs> oh, how annoying is that? <laughs> It must not be annoying to him. <laughs> but everybody, like, if he's like trying to write in the middle of the night, his wife or whoever's like, shut the fuck up! Probably has soundproof walls for all the weird shit he does otherwise. She's like, why do you keep opening the third drawer? It makes no sense at all. There's nothing in that drawer. Quit breaking our glasses. Quit opening the fucking pencil drawer. Uh, D- David Blaine uh, was commented saying, the desk is a very cool thing that's a lot like Darren himself. There's always another twist and turn. <laughs> Huh. Wow, sounds like he's basically... That's wild. He's basically saying... Yeah. Darren likes to do dirty things to actresses. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. Hashtag me too. Come on, sure. Kiss him again. Kiss him again. <clears throat> uh, Dar- Darren, what do you do in that bottle of Jergens? Nothing. <clears throat> Jergens is for what? Masturbating. Come on. You can't even give me the rhyme. I don't know what rhyme we're talking about. Jurgens is for jerkin. From what's that from? <laughs> I, I said that in high school. I don't know what it's from. <laughs> why, would I, why would I know your rhyme? <laughs> it's easy. From, I thought everyone knew that. I was Jurgens, back in his blockbuster days. Jurgens for jerkin. It was way before that. We can talk about my blockbuster days one time, but not now. Okay. <laughs> Maybe we can actually. It was really cool. Yeah, I didn't ever know that. I mean, I got to take movies and video games like a month before they came out. So in this downtime, but whatever. In this downtime, this guy might actually listen to this episode. So if he does, and you're not a creep, I apologize. But <laughs> I'm just saying, in this day and age, when pretty much everybody's a creep, and pretty much everybody's getting in trouble for being hashtag me too'd. Or even that one dude choke slamming people in Iceland, you're all fucking scumbags. So I mean, who knows? Whatever, right? I'd sure. like to say for me, not everybody can be Tom Hanks. That if you do listen to this, I'm a big fan, and you you just keep doing you. I don't care. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Jennifer Lawrence kind of bugs me. She looks good naked, though. Thanks the fappening. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That would have been right before they started dating, too, huh? He would have dated her, like, right after I wonder that. if it was... Yeah. Like, uh, I, I wonder... think he saw it, and he was like, all right, I got to move in on this bitch. Well, I wonder yeah. if... Well, makes... they said they met on the filming, like, filming a episode of, like, How I Met Your Mother is how they met. What? Yeah. She's in the show? That's Apparently. Hmm. Apparently. I wonder if those those were things that he were sent to him. That would make more sense. That would make him even more like... Probably meets the timeline. <laughs> but that all was like, from what I understand, was very cloud-based. So it could have been sent to him, and if he didn't send it out, someone could have got it from his phone or his cloud. I don't know. I wonder if she's sending it to him. Because that all happened really fast. It was, it was like one big hack. It was like a hundred or more girls. It was like, one big hack. All like, boom, there it is. Yeah. What do you got? <laughs> Hashtag the fappening. I don't know what that means. We could talk about the fappening in episode, episode 69. 69. We're getting closer to it, right? The the whole, like, yeah. the whole, like, nude celebrities Mm-hmm. From the cloud thing is called the fappening. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. No, I was wrong on the whole how I met your mother thing. I had too many tabs going at once. Yeah, it was just <laughs> just on the filming of mother. The, on the filming of mother is how they met. Not, ah, not okay. shit, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. How I met your mother. That's a cool story. I, I, I was really confused too. I was, I was like, like I felt like I've direct? seen all those like, episodes, and I never remember her in it. But eh, I don't know. Maybe Barney did bang her. I don't know. No Legend theory. <laughs> What's the perfect the perfect month? Is that what he does in that? The perfect month. Probably. 30 girls in 30 days, is that what it was? Yeah. You know what my favorite thing of that show is, and I wish I could do it? Steal a blue French horn? No. (laughs) Not that lame shit. (laughs) When Barney is... I can't remember who. He's showing someone his house and goes to the bathroom, and then he has, like, the toilet seat, like... He can take a piss, and the toilet seat is up, and then if a chick needs to take a piss, they put the seat down, but then when they stand back up, the toilet seat goes oh, back up. like an automatic toilet seat. <laughs> like, oh, that is so good. <laughs> I do like that. Just make the girls put it down every time, <laughs> like the guys have to do now. I like it. I like how he's like the full-size stormtrooper in his apartment. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to talk about him sometime. In PH. But he really does love Star Wars, though. Like, he did, like, that photo shoot with, like, him and the two, his husband and the two adopted kids, and they're all dressed as, like, Jedi. That's cool. Yeah. And cool shit. I'm into it. And then he was, like, I think yeah. in the first, like, the first two seasons of How I Met Your Mother, he was drinking Red Bull, like, in the show on his own. And then they reached out to him, and they were like, we'll sponsor you. And sent him a shit ton of Red Bull, so he would just have like an eight pack oh or a three pack or a six pack or whatever it is <laughs> of Red Bull. 
and just would slam it all like on the set. <laughs> Jesus, because <laughs> he had so much Red Bull. Man, that's a yeah, that's rough. Man, that show like has a lot of like negative, mem- like shit in my brain from like an ex-relationship and so like I hate a lot of parts of that show but parts of it I still love a lot and so it's like it just makes me like want to fucking rage and stab but it also I'm like yeah that's pretty funny too but the fact that (laughs) Neil Patrick Harris can be the best straight man of all time and he's gay yeah exactly like he's one of the best actors of our time I would say just based on that oh he's fucking fantastic so good Gay for that pussy. <laughs> man. I thought you were gay. <laughs> oh, man. And I, I love him in Million Ways to Die in the West. <laughs> oh, oh, mustache. Oh, mustache. So good. I watched that the day. I was like, this movie gets like a fucking bad rap. It's really fucking oh, funny. It's hilarious. I just don't really like McFarlane that much. Well, I heard he, he wrote, bugs me a bit. I heard he wrote like the entire film just so he could kiss Charlize Theron or whatever. Oh, really? That's funny. Yeah, that's so, funny. Like, her putting the fucking Daisy in like Liam Neeson's ass is fucking <laughs> so funny. <laughs> yeah. Like so hilarious and just like oh yeah, like just I don't know. I watched Logan Lucky a couple nights ago, which is really good, by the way. You know, we've all watched it. It's fucking great. great. But I'm like the part of that movie I don't like is Seth MacFarlane. I feel like he's just a guy, a normal guy, that got lucky, writing a bunch of cool shit, and now he's trying to be an actor, and it's like, don't be a fucking actor, dude. Just keep writing. I don't know. He was dude that actor stuff before his writing worked. He's on freaking Star Trek. I know, but I don't like it. That's understandable. I, I can't remember <laughs> if I knew this or he not. He has a really weird square face, too, and I don't like that either. Have you ever heard any of his, like, his crooner shit, like his, like, singing, like, Frank Sinatra shit? Like, super good singer. Like, really weird. But, I mean, basically, like, Brian from Family Guy is Seth MacFarlane. So, like, if you like Brian, then you'll like Seth MacFarlane. But if you don't like that character in Family I Guy... I just don't like Family Guy. I don't either, but, like, as characters go in that, like, the two characters I like the best are Stewie and Brian, and those are his care. Like, that's the ones that he does. So, like, those are the ones... That's why I like. That's it. a little different because I don't have to look at his face. But American, <laughs> but he does American Dad, and I think American Dad is amazing. So I like it way better than Family Guy and anything else that he's done. I think that American Dad is fucking hilarious. Like especially every Christmas episode, which is like good, yeah. amazing, chaotic fucking fuck show. This they transferred. They made a rolling story for all of them. Like one leads to the next one, leads to the next one, and the next oh, one. I'm coming for you, Smith. Yeah, man. Santa Claus constantly trying to get revenge. And like, like Stan's dad turns into fucking Krampus. Yeah, that's pretty good, yeah. So fucking good. Yeah. Because they do a Christmas one every year for that shit. They do. But anyway. So that was uh, a Clopton, Kloppenstein? <laughs> what? What are we about? Epstein? Uh, Aronofsky. <laughs> Darren, Darren, Aronofsky. Epstein didn't kill himself. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we didn't know, we know he didn't kill himself. He was fucking murdered because he was gonna tell everybody how everybody's a bunch of pedophiles. Maybe this guy. We don't know. <laughs> okay. 
Watching well, her, you know. Watching Hermione kiss for nine hours straight. Come on, man. That's pretty fucking filthy. I mean, that is pretty... It's Noah. Do you really need to film nine hours of, like, a fucking kissing scene? Because the rest of it hate it, I guess? I because no, nobody's going to watch this movie anyway. Because mm. that movie sucked. <laughs> there was a lot of rain in it. <laughs> a lot of rain. <sighs> I didn't take that trivia down, but it actually monsooned while they were filming that. So Hey, there you go. Could have also been that. That might have been part of it. Say, hey, let's film somewhere there's a monsoon. Before that, it was a different movie. They're like, oh, this is make this the one about the Ark. The Watchers are cool, though. I like them. (laughs) It's just a bunch of group, basically. I don't know if this is news or not. You guys might have touched on this at some point, Hmm. but fucking around on IMDb just now, I just saw uh, Space Jam 2 is in the works. Yeah. I'm excited for that. With LeBron. With LeBron, unfortunately. I don't really give a shit about basketball that much, but... I like Space Jam 1, so... I like Space Jam 1 a lot, but I don't like LeBron, and I... I like Michael Jordan and Bill Murray, and I don't think they're going to find anyone to replace both of them, so... Maybe Bill Murray will be in it. Maybe. But does that make... Like, what about, like, LeBron... Maybe Bill Murray will just talk shit to Bill Murray, or Bill Murray will just talk shit to LeBron the whole time by, like... You're not as good as Jordan. It's a family movie. He's not going to do that. Uh, the, He'll do what he wants to do. Bill Murray does whatever he wants to do. Well, I, the, the, I don't know. Like I figured out how I got on him. I was looking at Neil Patrick Harris and trying to figure out like the first movie I might have seen him in, which was, I think for me, probably Dude, like... Hauser? Was it a movie? Well, Dude, uh, Hauser? movie I was thinking was Undercover Brother, which I had totally yeah. forgot about. Yeah. But so then I was like, huh, I wonder who directed that. So I just stumbled across Malcolm Dealey, and that would be a fucking hilarious episode time. It's The Best Man, Undercover Brother, Roll Bounce, um, Welcome Home, Soulman, Life's Poison, Scary Movie 5, The Best Man Holiday, Barbershop Next Cut. Girl Strip Night School Space Jam 2. It's like what the all the shitty sequels. All, all the I like Soul, Soul Man was fucking good. <laughs> Barbershop Next Cut? What the fuck is that? That was from 2016. Remember I told you about Soul Man and you didn't know about it? It was Samuel Jackson and Bernie Mac. Oh, yeah. But I, yeah, I mean, the rest of those. Like, Isn't that Bernie Mac's yeah. last movie? Bernie maybe, Mac's maybe, last movie, I don't know. I thought was. I don't know. I could, I could find out real quick. Yeah, I don't remember. While we're here, um, Bernie Mac. Let's find out. Cause he had that TV show for that was happening, but I don't, I don't remember if the movie was after the show or before. Probably before, but I don't, I don't know. Like I said, I don't remember. Um. I think Soulman was the last one he was like a lead in. Uh, he was in another one called Old Dogs. Um, after that, oh, uh-huh. he played Jimmy Lunchbox. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good name. It's a good name. It's a good name. <laughs> it's got. I don't. I don't know if I've ever seen that Old Dogs. It's got a uh, John Travolta and Robin Williams. Uh, it's like it looks like a golf film. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Really? Yeah. Hmm. And it's not Wild Hogs? <laughs> no. It's Similar name, but not the same. Huh. I, d- I did like me some Wild Hogs. Old Dogs. Marissa Tomei was in that, actually. 
Mm. And like she didn't, but I felt like I saw her boobs in that as well. I'm like, oh yeah, I saw your boobs one time. <laughs> like if William H Macy can get you, then I have a chance, right? I'm more handsome than that guy. Like everybody at this table, if we like and threw acid on each other, would still be more handsome. He's than that not guy, right? handsome. He just has personality. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. How does what? <laughs> <laughs> He's charismatic, dude. Okay, on the. I've asked this question multiple times on this podcast. I'm gonna ask you. One, I'm gonna ask it one more time. I want like a, an honest answer. So at the end of Pleasantville, okay? Who, uh, I haven't seen it. Who direct? You haven't seen Pleasantville? No. All right. Well, I'm gonna ask it anyway. <laughs> Do, who's the director on that? I think we've talked. I've, I think we've done that director, right? I know. I just found it like last year. Like it finally so, got. So at the end of Pleasantville, but the mom in Pleasantville. Looks to her, she's sitting on a bench and she's like, oh, things are going to change. And she looks to her left and it's fucking like William H. Macy. Gary Ross is director on that. Pleasantville. Okay. And then she's sitting there and she's like, and then like William H. Macy's like, yeah, things are definitely going to change. And then she looks forward again and then she looks to her left again and it's fucking Jeff Daniels. It's not like she looks to the left and then look to the right. She looks to the left two times and the person changes and I don't know what the fuck that's supposed to mean. So, like, that movie has a lot of fucking shit in it, but I want to know what that means, and I want people's opinion on that shit. So you guys need to watch Pleasantville. Well, I, think, I think it's the same thing as the movie, which is, like, you're in black and white, and then all of a sudden you start seeing color. I don't know, man. Watch it again, but they're both in color in that scene. Watch that scene specifically, and it's very fucking weird. Hmm. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think that guy has that much personality, by the way. <laughs> he does. I like him as an actor. He's I mean, really I good. can see why, like, you know, like Tobey Maguire's mom banged out fucking like Jeff Daniels instead of him. I can see that because like Jeff Daniels seems way way cooler. Well, he ran a fucking ice cream shop too, didn't he? A uh, diner, yeah, the whole thing. So and he also painted the Christmas like. The Christmas like painting. William H. And, Macy wasn't making ice cream or french fries or he wasn't doing anything. Whatever. He was coming home from work and being like, Where's my fucking dinner? Woman? Rightfully so. <laughs> I don't I don't want any woman to make me dinner because I'm most, kidding. Most of the time they don't know how to cook very good. <laughs> it's I'm just saying. Even worse. I know. I wanted to make it worse, that was the point. Oh god. I mean I'm like not not to be I mean I'm a better chef than most women. What do you do for jobs? So yeah, I mean, okay. Yeah, exactly. Huh? It's not a, it's not, yeah, yeah, you it's could probably a, just generalize that as most people, though. Yeah, women are people, too, Connor. <laughs> you don't have to be a sexist asshole. That's a pretty good point. <laughs> See, I turned it around. <laughs> God. Uh, yeah. So follow us on social media. Social medias. Yeah. I'm at Wendell24 on Instagram. Right. I'm at Huff Tizzle. Good luck spelling that on Instagram. Tell them Comic CBS. I don't even. I don't know. I'm yours new, is yours is Connor dot Ivy. Oh well, there you go. But right. Connor is spelled C O N N E R. Boom. And Ivy is not spelled I V Y. It's spelled I V I E. There you go. I got you. Damn. There you go. Connor I I V A. Um. Also, check out Top Five Comics Podcast. Check out. Do you guys have shit for your house review yet or no? 
We don't have a Valley name for it. We're stream just, YouTube. Yeah, we're just going to put it on Valley, or Valley Transmissions Valley is what we change yeah, it to. Yeah. We're just going to put it on that YouTube channel, and then like See you guys happens. should maybe, even though you're doing the action figure thing on your account, we should put it on ours, too. Like We should just make a big YouTube account I'll with everything. Monopoly. Can you put multiple videos that way on YouTube? Doesn't it yeah. track yeah. them as a... No. You, you just add them to a certain playlist. So. Oh, so not actually upload them, but... Hmm. No, we just yeah. upload them both places. No, you can upload them both places. Can you? Yeah. I thought that that would cause like a... Uh, it might. I if we know. were famous or like had no, it doesn't matter music in our... Not. I don't think so. If they're the same videos, like the exact same thing, I think it causes a problem. Let's test the theory out. I think we'll be fine. But regardless, mm-hmm. um, um, CBS Me did start a new thing that we got five episodes done. Um, we'll have more episodes soon, but it's called... Action figure deconstruction, super nerdy, super ridiculous, but super fun. Um, just take an action figure, deconstruct it, like talk about how ridiculous it is and how fun it is. But like my favorite episode so far that we've done was the Robbie the Robot. So yeah, check that out, please. Um, all the socials. If you're not following Top Five's com- Comics, Top Five Comics podcast, please follow those. If you're following us. Never been done. All of us individually. But uh, action figure deconstruction, just all good stuff. Please just support us in all, anything we do. Um, FMA Cotton. But anyway, other than that, man. We'll see you guys next time. See you next time. Hootie hoo!